Hey, gang, you know that slow jam version of the WHM theme song that we use on uh, On Screen Live, among other things? Well, you know, that audio file is exactly 52 seconds long. And in that time right now, I'm going to attempt to jam in every single tour date we have coming up for you fine folks uh, around the world and in some states of the United variety. Uh, All right, so here we go. We're going to put in the theme song and see if I can do this. Three, two, one, go. All right, so let's see. First up, on February 1st, we're going to be on the internet global event, folks. Talking the Flash. Uh, replay is going to be available for seven days after the show. Uh, you can go straight to moment.co slash we hate movies. Get them ticks for that. Uh, April 25th, that's 425. We're returning to Atlanta, Georgia for the first time in seven years. We're going to be at the City Winery. Classing it up a little bit in Atlanta, Georgia, 425. Then on 514, we're making our way to the Lone Star State, folks. Houston, Texas. We're at the Houston Improv. Uh, Going to be great Houston debut. And then 515, Austin, Texas. Our return there uh, after six years away. Cap City Comedy Club. All these tickets available. All the information. WHMPodcast.com. Hey, I did it. Pretty cool, eh, Ernest Borgnine? Cool, man. Please listen carefully for a very important We Hate Movies-related announcement. Holy smokes, it's Listener Request Month, folks. New listeners are like, what? And old listeners are like, yeah! Well, what is Listener Request Month? It's that one time of year where you tell us what to watch. So, like, every year, we're going to open up the WHM request line, and it's up to you to program our entire March calendar, all right? The way it works is you dial 1-833-946-4264, or in an easier, more fun way, one eight three three whm gang and leave us a brief message, brief message about one movie you'd like us to cover. Be sure to include your name and where you're calling from to be eligible, and that's one movie per call. Any calls asking for more than one are disqualified, folks. We will throw that in the trash so fast. So what's eligible to be called in? Nearly everything. The 10-year rule, which only kind of exists now anyway, is off the table. We just needed to be streaming somewhere so that us and, you know, your fellow audience members can find it. We're not buying $90 VHS tapes on eBay, folks. Well, maybe Steve is, but the rest of us definitely aren't. So make sure your request is somewhere digital. And just to be clear, the phone lines are open for We Hate Movies entries only, so it's got to fit that vague parameter of a We Hate Movies title, all right? Also, there's a couple of movies like The Room and Birdemic, things like that, that we're just not going to do, so do not bother. Hey, also, Patreon friends, our loyal kick-ass Patreon subscribers, we'd never forget you all. You get to email us directly with your picks for Patreon selections. Email whmrequests at gmail.com. That's whmrequests, plural, whmrequests at gmail.com. Now, what can you uh, request stuff for? Here we go. A We Love Movies episode, all right? These are available at the $5 level and up. That's a movie that you love and you think we'll also love and would be able to make a fun two-ish hour chat out of, okay? Same deal as the WHM requirements. You don't need to find it somewhere, yada, yada. Though, let's be smart about it, gang. Leave the incredibly challenging atrocity films like Zone of Interest for a less goofy podcast. Kind of hard to make scenes of people sifting through the items of the recently murdered funny, you know what I mean? Look at the We Love Movies back catalog list on our website, whmpodcast.com, if you want to get some inspiration, all right? 
Now, for Animation Damnation, that's the $3 level and up, folks. We're going to need the name of a 30-ish minute cartoon and the specific episode, very important specific episode, that you want us to talk about, uh, as well as where we can find it. If it's streaming, let us know where. And if it's on YouTube or somewhere else like that, just include the link in your email. No feature film requests, folks. These are 30-ish minute cartoons only, all right? Nexus episodes, that's at our $8 level and up. That's right, we're opening up to any and all episodes of Star Trek TNG. Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, or Strange New Worlds. That's exciting, right? Look, we're leaving out TOS because we're just about done with TOS episodes on the actual run of the Nexus, so no point in doing that. And also, yes, we added in Strange New Worlds because it's episodic. I've seen all of it. The guys won't be lost. Uh, So I know there's a bunch of uh, Strange New World episodes I'd love to have the guys watch and talk about, too, so feel free to write those in. We just need the name of the show and the episode you'd like to be covered. Uh, The Star Wars Gleep Glossary, of course, also at the $8 level and up. Uh, If you have a fun Star Wars character you always wanted to hear us riff on, let us know. Shoot us an email of the character in question, and we'll look into it. Uh, We've done a lot of Gleep Glossaries entries over the years, though, all right, so be sure you double-check. We haven't covered your character yet, because otherwise, it's a waste of your time. For all the above, by the way, please send us one email per request. we got to keep this as organized as possible, and this is the only way to do it. One email per request. So if you want to request something for each of the four sideshows, that's four separate emails with subject lines that let us know what you're requesting. Make it easy on us, please. Again, any emails that double up, they're getting chucked in the bin. All right? We got to keep it organized. Lastly, sorry, no requests will be taken for Melrose 2 and out. We got to go in order there, gang. Absolutely no way we'd be able to navigate those insane waters at random, okay? Also, as always, include your name and where you're writing in from in those emails. We're not going to read your email address on the air, docs or anything. we just like to give you credit uh, for the request. Starting January the 16th, which is right now, and ending 11 59 Eastern Standard Time on January the 31st. That's January 16th through 1159 EST on January the 31st. We will be accepting brief phone calls for We Hate Movies episodes via 1-833-946-4264. That's 1-833-WHM-GANG. And for Patreon requests, we're accepting emails via whmrequests at gmail.com. We're so excited to see what you all beautiful folks call in because this March, you tell us what to watch. This week on the show, it's a movie whose title you can't technically pronounce right. It's supposedly The Expendables 4, but it's The Expendables 4. I'm Andrew Jupin. I'm Steve Foreign Sade Fordak. <laughs> Eric Ferris. Kaforbin Kafabin. And we hate move 40s. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. If you couldn't make any sense of that intro, (laughs) we're talking The Expendables 4 from last year, directed by Scott Waugh. And that's right. You get that A out of that title. You put a fucking four in there. Four. 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 Four.
Seven Seven. Oh, you know? but the thing is, yeah. Seven was the name of the movie. There's four should be at the end. Of this, it. yeah, no, this, but, this, but Seven is in. There's a. It's S E Seven E N. Oh, and you shit. move the seven I around. About the S E Seven E N. No, 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 no. This is neither Andrew Kevin Walker nor David Fincher's problem. This is Fast and Furious's problem. Mm, yep, too that's fast, what this is. Too, too fast, furious. too furious. Also, like, I'm sorry. The fate of the furious is that's the stupidest the fucking thing <laughs> I've ever. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. You should have put the eight in the title. You really did. But let you, me tell you, you this, fucked though, it up Chris. by not doing. And that. I, then eventually they were just like, I don't know, fucking Fast Nine. Just put it yeah, out there. I don't fuck care. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, but at this point, you gotta let me call it a saga. I don't know. Uh, no, but here's the thing, uh, Chris, with Fate of the Furious, at least it's phonetically correct. And F, Fate, Fate, F A T E, yes. we're doing something. This is the word expendables. And instead of an A, you wrote a four because you're an idiot. I mean, a four yeah. could kind of look like an A, I suppose. Oh, I, I understand yeah. it, Steve. <laughs> I know. I'm just it helping doesn't out. make it not stupid. Sure. <laughs> the Avengers have, their A looks like a four, kind of. It, right? it does. It, it does indeed. Is that is there a reason behind that? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, then I'm I am so, well. It should have been okay. So then, for Avengers uh, Infinity uh-huh. War, Four. That's right. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I think when when that when the MCU Fantastic Four movie comes out, it should be Fantastic Four. Like yes. the, those two Fs are both fours. Yes, and well, I think. Is the is the core of it really like uh, uh, people text like morons? Why don't we make titles like morons? You no, know they do, Chris. I, I mean, I guess that has to be it. Like, like I just I can't stand it. So here's the thing. Mm. I think that this is just all of a way. Who wanted this movie? Did anybody aside from Ooh. us? Apparently, uh, yeah. uh, who loved we we love these movies. We're mm. always talking about them, and we'll, we'll we'll always talk about these movies. But did anyone in the world want this movie? There's definitely guys that used to rent from like Redbox that drive F one fifty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can Those see. Guys. I can see the DTV like uh, crowd, like the people who are really into the VOD action market. Mm-hmm. I can see them still getting pumped about this because this is like. Mm-hmm. For them, this is the big one. But what's so, crazy about that is a lot of those VOD action movies much look, better. Look better than yeah, this. Much, they better, do. much better. Much so better. It's, it's it's for people alcoholics that are trying to get their shit together, yep. get Indeed. a couple of community college college credits to become gym teachers. That that <laughs> yes, is it's, yes. it's the guy who it, this movie is exactly. For that guy, the guy who goes to Vegas and his first stop is Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. <laughs> that's, that's the level of dude that this movie was made for. That is what it's made for. That is correct. But they, they miscalculate a million things, one of which is that you would want, you know, uh, I Love This Bar type. You would want that song here. What sure. you get is like this dubstep, like half country rap. Oh, I thing. don't know about that. Where's your backbone, brother? <laughs> Where's your backbone, brother? Like country, country stars trying to make songs like The Weeknd would sing. Like it's <laughs> right. a really wild shit that, and like Lil Wayne knockoffs. It's it's horrible. It's incredible too, though, because Stallone, you know, famously in our last episode, we talked about that the movie is PG thirteen, and oh my god, how do you fuck that up? Which is a great. Great point by us, as always. Yeah, it's mm. what I was asking, too, man. So Stallone, yet again, somehow miscalculated. So he goes for the R this time. Yeah. But he's like, you know what people really care about? The relationship between the Expendables. Wrong. Yeah. No. Wrong, wrong, it's wrong. It's also another failed passing of the torch. 
Exactly. Well, yes. Well, apparently, and again, this is it's all Tribune trivia. So who knows? You know, up up is down, left is right. I don't know. <laughs> but somewhere along the way, someone mentions that the script for this movie it was intentionally supposed to be <clears throat> like a, a Christmas spinoff thing, like. His character, that would Statham's character, Christmas. Uh huh. It was gonna be his own thing, and then it was like, I don't know, man. Maybe it'd just be Spendables. <laughs> well, you know, one of the writers on this is Kurt Wimmer. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yes. Who also has the Beekeeper coming? Yes. Up. He's uh, he's got two credits. He's a screenplay and story. That motherfucker. Wow. He loves it. He's, uh, he's a Statham <laughs> head. You know, it must be difficult for. I mean, like when you think about for Jason Statham to like jo- go from playing Shaw in the fast franchise and then over to playing Christmas and this, like, do you think like he like loses weight? He has no, to like, I mean, the, what, <laughs> he has the, to figure the, out different things. No. And he's like, Oh, how, how does, how does Christmas walk? He walks like this. Well, how does Shaw walk? It's the, same, he looks, <laughs> it's the same guy, but one wears a beret. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's well, that's exactly the, thing. the same. He's doing like, I'm, I'm sure where it at. Yeah. Well, he's doing like Shaw walks like this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and then Christmas walks like this. It's like, yeah, that's right. It's the same thing. This dude, I mean, that's why Statham, like, is in that pantheon of these action guys, I feel, right? Because, like, that's one yes. of the things, right? Like, for most of these dudes, you're just playing that guy. Yeah, Arnold, sure. Bruce. Yeah, of course. Sly. Mm-hmm. So, like, he yes. works in that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing that's differentiating them now is just, like, Lee Christmas can be uh, almost in a relationship. The, Shaw is not. Shaw is purely escorts and like a girl he doesn't call the next day. Yeah, I gotta feel it. Also, Shaw's living a lot better than Lee Christmas. Oh yeah, you know oh, what oh, I mean. Like Lee Christmas oh, has some piece of shit. So I mean, it's weekend house. Christmas. He's weekend Christmas. We yeah. find yeah. out that he's like check to check the second he quits the expense. Like, oh shit, I need another job immediately. Which like, is you know so what I mean? funny like, to me, dude, because like that is the the sort of like the mythos of all these dudes in these kind of movies, right? <laughs> it's like I do it for the money, man. I'm making fucking six million dollars. Yes. I'll fly to South yeah. America and kill a dictator. And it's like this dude. It's fucking circling one ass. You know, <laughs> Stallone, he's, you know, the, the Barney Ross character, he's a patriot first and foremost. He's paying mm-hmm. these guys minimum wage. Oh, yeah, of, that's of course. a good point. Oh, oh, you do. Uh, health insurance, I don't think so. Okay. Up to 15 an hour, that's something. I, oh, I, whoa. I, I heard uh, once uh, uh, someone went to the doctor, his name was Pussy. <laughs> uh, that's uh, you know. So uh, I don't know why you would have to go to the the, the doctor unless, <laughs> unless you're a pussy Christmas. Unless your name is Pussy Christmas. Well, I mean, if, you, if you want to, you know, if you want to complain that McDonald's employees are making more than you, you should complain to Bernie Sanders because they shouldn't be making that much. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you should be making more than them, but it just so happens that yes, they do make more than you. Yeah, they should live under the under the bus stop, and <laughs> I want that's who I want making my food. Oh. Yeah, I make six times more than you guys do, whatever. Oh, oh, Mr. Pussy goes to the dentist too. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I, I, I just thought uh, us men just let our teeth rot out of our mouth and then you know went on with life. That's mm-hmm. funny. Can I say that I love that we started Gaddafi's old? Oh yeah, it's not his new one. No. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Specifying Momar Gaddafi, and it's like Gaddafi's abandoned chemical plant. That's a that's a a, a a location thing you would see pop up in a MacGruber sketch. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes. So that, you are you are laughing from like the first frame of this movie and not for a reason <laughs> they want you to. Gaddafi chemical plant, 3 a.m. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's three things I hate. Gaddafi, chemicals, and plants. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing is is correct because the 
like American Sniper, they are aiming for the fucking early 90s, like the late fucking Gen Xers with this movie. Like, sure, yeah. oh, what do you remember? You remember Gaddafi, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to the Gaddafi's <laughs> old chemical plant. That's the one we're going to. You remember that, right? Please. I <laughs> wish it was a thing where like this dude uh, who's the villain of this movie, the fellow from the raid here. Uh, Eco Ace. Yeah, like this dude, like he opens up a door at this chemical factory and it's like Gaddafi's backup wardrobe <laughs> and he puts it on. He's got the fucking glasses and the stupid hat and all the metal. Or he, just, yeah, he, actually, he like presses down and something like all this gold pops out or something. Oh. <laughs> it kind of needs a sense of humor. They're trying to have the guy playing Antonio Banderas' son be no. the comic relief. And I just <laughs> not work. No, sir. Hey, you, dude. I, I mean, feel- well, that's, well, that's the thing is the. This is what has how this movie fails is it doesn't get anybody like the fifty cent is it and he doesn't even do much. Oh, there's Megan Fox and but she's coming back. That's another new one. Eco and Tony. Uh, yeah, Eco, Eco and Tony Jaa. That's fair. Tony yeah. Jaa. Here's the thing that pissed me off, man. It's like Tony Jaa, man. What a get, dude is awesome. So underused in this movie, and I feel oh, yeah. like the thought I had at one point when Tony Jaa does eventually join the party here. You know, I I like. Here's the thing. I, I maybe I've said this before. Go out officially on the record. Whatever. I have talked about my excitement for the Beekeeper. Like, I think Statham is fine. I'm not gonna pretend I've seen all his movies. I don't rush out to see all of them. Like, but I like him enough. And I think him and Tony Jaa just in some action yeah buddy movie. Oh yeah, dude. Like they when should... the two of them are raiding the boat, I was like, this is kind of it was fun something. There. They should have killed all these expendables. Live up to the time. Do like a Suicide Squad well, thing. Oh, yes. all, First 10 minutes. And then it's no. Christmas and Ja, and they're getting together a new crew. At one point, I, fi- I think it's uh, when Eco uh, uh, Ace is like threatening about a prisoner exchange. He's like, because if you don't, the expendables will finally live up to the name. I'm like, fucking finally kill any of these people. <laughs> yeah, them, is dude. it possible for any of them no, to die? It should be one a movie. No, at, it least, can, at least at least you can't do that. That's no. not no, because everybody's got their favorite, right? No, everybody's, everybody's got Toll Road. <laughs> no, somebody's got the character poster. There's definitely someone that loves Toll Road. I right can't do the mailbag absolutely. if your favorite expendable is right Randy in, Couture's Toll. If your dad is a poster of Toll Road and he drives around town uh, buying snake flags and, and, ta- and telling everybody about his ear contusion. Oh, just uh, just anybody who will listen. Well, that's because he was a wrestler, Chris. I I, I know. I, I, I remember. I, I heard the movie. Mm, I love <laughs> this toll road. Uh, but so yeah, it's it's Gaddafi's old chemical plant, and Eco Ace and his team, who are very vague at this point, remain vague. Uh, just fuck it up. You're not even sure like who's who or why is what. You're like, right. is there going to be expendable? Co-? No, not not in this scene. Okay, got it. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and also here's the thing: when you have these kind of cold open, you know, set pieces that set up the villain or whatever, and I'm not seeing Narian expendable. Yes, it's okay if you've got like a heavy hitter, mm-hmm. right? Right, and like no, you know, shade to Eco Ways. Like, no, d- dude was in both raid movies. He's very yep. talented, action actor, stunt guy, all that shit. But like, he doesn't have the juice as far as like Hollywood filmmaking goes to to be running a starless cold open. That, that, you know what that, I mean? That's a good point because they do they do the worst thing. You could have decided between do you start just with the expendables, get the guys back in here, or do you uh, start the plot? 
Do you like yeah. get what what the villain is doing? And they split the fucking difference. Yes, they, they do. They fucking <laughs> start with the fucking with Eco Ace uh, doing this raid on the chemical plant. And like, I'm not kidding you. Maybe five minutes into it, cut to who gives a flying fuck? Barney Roth and Christopher <laughs> Lee Christmas. Hey, gang, today's episode is brought to you in part by Me Undies. Now, love is anything. Whether you're married, single, focusing on your friendships, or stuck in a never ending spiral of situationships, I don't know what that means. Well, whatever your status, everyone deserves to celebrate love. Now, while Me Undies has assured me they can't get that F boy to commit, they can offer you insanely comfy yet sexy undies and loungewear to buy or gift this holiday. And that loose use of the word holiday in that last sentence was a stand-in for, you guessed it, Valentine's Day. MeUndies has so many awesome Valentine's Day prints, you guys, and all of their products will make you want to curl into a ball and purr with joy like Garfield the Cat after a satisfying lasagna. Plus, you can match undies with your boo for an extra special holiday treat. You and them matching MeUndies? Magic waiting to happen, folks. Now, I wasn't aware that this was a Valentine's Day read at the time I selected my most recent Me Undies order, so I'm sure I'll look sexy AF this Valentine's in my all new Spider Man and Scooby Doo Mystery Machine boxer briefs. Gonna be a real Sophie's Choice come February 14th. Honestly, folks, regardless of pattern, the comfort of Me Undies is out of this world. Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And I'm a professional podcaster, people. I will work a pair of underwear to death, so I'm stoked to be doing so as comfortably as I am with Me Undies. Me Undies also responsibly and sustainably sources their materials and is sure to only partner with businesses that care for their workers. They also function on a very nice problem-free philosophy, and that is... Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me, undies. This Valentine's Day, give the gift that'll always have them thinking of you and get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash WHM. That's MeUndies.com slash WHM for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. And it's, it's amazing when they cut back to the chemical plant. I'm like, oh, that's still happening? Yeah, right? what the hell? Like, what yeah. time? How is this working? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, there's. I thought they left. They must have left by now, right? They're like they're, mid-action when they cut to Christmas. Yes. Like, it, it, it's like, oh, we just got to the general, finally. And uh, yeah, this, they, whole, uh, like, this whole sly rolling out on the motorcycle, this oh, yeah, is where dude. you get the... Where's your backbone, brother? Oh, this hog he's on with the, oh yeah, I kind of love this gigantic tire. Well, he's—I mean, it's all fake penises. He's got the big fat cigar that's going in his mouth. Oh, yeah, he's riding dude. the cock suck, rocket, sucking suck suck on it. You know suck. what I mean? Anything to make him look as masculine as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. Just you, like Carlin said, dude. Sometimes a cigar is a cigar, and sometimes it's a big brown dick. And having Indeed. a giant ring made him feel like a man, and he's got to go get that back. It's amazing. Yeah. So he goes to uh, like uh, what do you call it? Their Chris Lee Christmas and his uh, girlfriend Megan Fox are having a blowout argument. Uh, we open the door. I was just stunned. 
Day, uh, Jason Statham just wearing this leather jacket in, inside, huh? Like just all the time. <laughs> He's just a all tough the guy. I guess so. I, I don't know. I, just relax a little bit. Oi, dude. babe, you never turn up the air conditioning. <laughs> I'm always freezing my balls off in here. <laughs> it's like you're, what are you about to host Saturday Night Live? Take that jacket off. <laughs> Stay a while. Is she? Uh, is she his lady friend in the last movie? I don't know. I think so. I think this is flirting. They're in flirting the, in oh. the last one, I think, but it's not really a like. I don't think they stamp it till the very end. Like I think they like are like. Well, I guess. All right. Wait, let me rephrase the question: Is Megan Fox in Expendables three? No, I didn't I remember her. No, but I thought she is. Isn't she? Um, I don't know. Let's check the old. IMDb. Or is she in the Lady Expendables? No, no. That was like Cynthia Rothrock was oh, in that. I think that was a. Uh, I think that's an urban legend. That movie. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, I saw that movie. Really? I one hundred percent saw that movie. It's it terrible. exists. Gina Carano's in it, right? Uh, that I don't know. Cynthia Rothrock, I think, is like the Sylvester Stallone of that movie. So, also, I realize I think I'm mixing her up, uh, Steve, with what's her face from Buffy. Megan Fox is not an expert. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, geez. Geez. Charisma, that's right. Charisma Carpenter's in the first movie. Yeah, ah, so that's okay. that's what I was thinking about. Okay, got yeah, it. Okay, so she, no, this is her, this is her first Expendables movie. That's interesting. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is a big name they're adding that, to it. That doesn't. That makes even less like because sure. the way they intro doesn't it, matter, Chris. It's. It, <laughs> I was just like I, I'm like oh the way they intro her I'm like. Oh, of course, she's been here all the time. She makes complete sense for her to be. It in must this. have been why I thought that. No, I, yeah. I agree. I, I, say, I could have swore she was in one of these movies. It makes sense. No, 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 it makes no, no, total no. sense. But you, then, like, you can tell the fucking direction she was given for this scene was like, "Hey, Mega, yeah, no, I'm so happy to have you here on the set. This is great. Could you be more shrewish, like shrew like? <laughs> well, I don't Chris, know. She's she's. I'm a guy watching Expendables, okay? <laughs> and here comes a woman. They're sure. gonna probably argue with me, right? Yep, of course, knew yeah. it. <laughs> That's what we're going for here. Well, I guess also so. the weird the weird detail, like in this argument that they're having here, she drops out like that. She is indeed an official member of the Expendables mm. already. Go. Yeah. Already. Already. And, and that's why I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Of course, she must have been in one of these movies. Yeah. No, 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 no. And that's really bad. It's kind of weird they didn't bring back anyone, like like uh, Ronda Rousey or yes. Len Powell or something. Well, uh, uh, or Kellen yeah. Lutz. I get it, but also, like, I saw the movie, so I also get it. Like, yeah. I, 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 either way, like, they were all so bad and they did so little with them that I'm kind of like, I, I don't need them back. I don't <laughs> well, let's, let's do it again, but now with Megan Fox. Yeah, new well, cast. I, here's the thing. Like, another example of that, and I mean, also, we should say the other big difference is the last Expendables movie was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and this was the first one that came out and it took more than two years to turn around a sequel but i would just like a little bit of house clean like yeah man you ever since that mission with ronda rousey down well, <laughs> sure and you know who you could have used that for is our good buddy arnold dude because arnold yes. was not pleased with like they gave him nothing to do as trench in that third movie remember it was like i am going to sit at the hospital and wait <laughs> out the movie right right and so he was like no i don't want to do expendables 4 because expendables 3 sucks shit Good. he knew the that, he saw the writing on the wall he knew this would be a bomb and then start with trench getting buried at sea dude. exactly yeah, yeah, no one not? gives a shit you have you have all of these extra expendables that you're not going to use in this movie you can kill those people off yes, screen. Just get, it's a, totally get a fine. giant pine box and you're done. Especially because our uh, Stallone's uh, uh, motivation later in the movie is like, yeah, so many years ago when Ocelot betrayed my team and eight of them were dead. I'm like, 
what if eight of those people were some people I fucking knew? You know what I mean? Like, well, no, the the best idea for this would be Lethal Weapon 2, right? The fucking expendables are being assassinated one by one. Mm -hmm. We don't know who's doing it, but somebody is going after them all. And like, I think that's kind of what Mel Gibson was going after too. Yeah, yeah. But in, in in either case, they just don't like stick to it. They're like, well, wait, let's stop that for a minute. And not kill anyone at all. Yeah. And let's uh, I'll just talk about uh, we're globe trotting now. We're we're it, moving around a lot. It would be cool if there was a picture. He's, you know, Stallone's like, oh man, Christmas. You know, you forget about my old team. And then he looks at it. It's like a just a horribly photoshopped photo of like him and like Henry Fonda and like <laughs> just like really people that would never ever be in the Expendables. Just put yeah. them in there. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I miss my old team. Well, the old team. Remember? Is it, oh yeah, went down twenty five years ago. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, it would have been ninety-eight. Yeah, right? that's, like, that's, ooh, that's crazy. Under Clinton, that, that, he's, that he's is crazy. He's rocking under Clinton. What that's was happening good. under in ninety-eight? <sighs> what wasn't Slobodan brought to justice by then? Uh, Sounds right. I, I think that might have been just a scotch later. I think Slobodan was still getting up to no good in ninety-eight. Oh wow, he's he's playing. Huh? We had to extract the president from Epstein's island because there was <laughs> terrorists coming to go get him. <laughs> he kept on one cocktails. I, I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, I think he was in power till like 2000. Wow, wild. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, Christmas and Megan Fox are having this big fucking fight, and Stallone comes in, is like the awkward third wheel <sighs> of this fight. And it's like, he actually is the one I think that's like, Christmas, man. May I remind you, your girlfriend is also an expensive. <laughs> and you're just like, is she? Right. And. <laughs> And it's like, all right, I'm going to leave the girl. I got a job. Baddie wants me to do a job. And my job, my low rent life. I got When this guy j- says jump, I got to say how high. Yeah. That's, oh, exactly. Because they're best buds. They're brothers, if you will. God, God damn it. This is like, just turn Barney Ross into like a, uh, what was the guy? Charlie's Angels, the head of the. Mm. Uh, uh, b- Charlie? Uh, Bosley. Char- yeah, Bosley. Like, he's got to be the guy who just sends the expendables on missions from yes. here on yep. out. Because that's what he's doing in this. And when they go to the tainted spoke. Oh, dude, what fuck a name you. A, a, fuck you. But B, yeah, to yeah. then turn his stupid fucking like tequila symbol ring, uh, tequila <laughs> logo ring that he's got on into like a major plot point because it starts off that he lost it in a bet last night and now it's on a dildo. It's yes, a, he, yes. lo- he went to a, here's the thing. Stallone goes to a bar by himself. And gets wasted because he's sixty four years old, right? Sure, this is yes. what Barty Ross's life is like. Yeah, he right. gets wasted. He's like <laughs> starts picking on some small guy, and he's like, "Hey, you had a thumb wrestle?" And he thumb ra- he says that he lost it in a thumb wrestle that match, which to we are to understand was fair and square. Yes, and now completely. he goes when then he, he comes back reneging on his bed. He's like, yeah, but give me that ring back because I'm really strong or I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Our Whoa. hero, dude. Awesome. <laughs> yes. You'd think there'd be camaraderie with going to like places called Tainted Spoke and making bets, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I think it's all, I, I think all this, and I think a lot of uh, the fight choreography, especially, is heavy duty. We're, uh, we're, we're trying to do John Wick stuff here. Yeah, like to having this like little world that you're going to jumbo. Shri- I mean, 
the jumbo shrimp joke. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I, I, I was like, okay, so where's the big guy? Where's the big guy? And then the big guy comes out, and you think it's jumbo shrimp. No, 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 no. It's actually yes. the small guy. Yeah, yeah. See, that's just comic ing- ingenuity yes. right there. I mean, here's dude, Chris Cabot. I got three words for you, man. Could you imagine? Amazing, <laughs> incredible. Santa's helper, as he calls him. I mean, Santa's helper. They call him bite size. They call him Yoda at some points. And I mean, well, that's just Jason Statham taking it for a walk, man. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is five six. Shut up. Yeah, like, exactly. Come sure. on. He's jumbo shrimp. He's jizz. Mm-hmm. He that is yeah. what he is. It, if I was jumbo, meat. if I was playing jumbo <laughs> shrimp, I'd be like, yeah, well, not all of us get apple carts, uh, so I guess. Yeah, no, I'm really short. I guess I'm really <laughs> short. <laughs> is there a uh, a veiled, over the top wink here when Statham's like? Thumb wrestling? Don't you mean I'm wrestling? Oh, baby, that yes. makes sense. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's twisting it a little bit. The knife bent a little bit with that one. <laughs> Remember when you made better movies? <laughs> yeah. so, that's why I'm going to get out of this one really quick. Well, movies just, now just expendable entertainment. <laughs> well, also, I mean, this is such a shitbird thing again for our hero of this movie to do, right? It's like you. Buy the ticket, ride the ride, dude. You were fucking gambling, and you yes. lost, and yes. it doesn't matter yeah. that you were drunk. Dude, if every drunk person got a refund on gambling, the industry would collapse. Have like, some honor. No way. But then on top of that, it's like, I'm not even going to have the guts, the fucking intestinal fortitude to go back to the rusty squirrel. What's the fucking thing? The uh, Tainted tilt- spoke. <laughs> Tainted spoke. Excuse me. I'd rather go to the rusty squirrel. Me, oh, too. me yeah, too. I yeah. think I might have been to the rusty squirrel a couple times, mm-hmm. but so... I'm going to go back there, but I'm going to make my buddy put on the brass knuckles and fight these dudes. And, and it's not for like, it's not like my a, employee, a, by the way, your employee. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah should be kept in. Uh, but like, it's not like you had a wife who died and it's your wedding ring. No, it's the fucking ring you get for drinking a hundred bottles of Jose Cuervo in <laughs> one year. And you send in all the fucking yeah. receipts and you get uh, this back. Oh no, my Cuervo points. They're gone. <laughs> I send in so much proof of purchase, man. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. It drives me insane. <laughs> and yeah, they, he just beats the shit out of these guys with brass knuckles and they take the ring off the dildo. And it's like, yeah, it's their prerogative to have that ring on a dildo. You know why? Because you fucking lost it, loser. Yeah. That's and how that shit works. You're a dildo. <laughs> and you are literally, you are proving the fact that you are a dildo. Also, you're like murdering, I don't know, democratically elected presidents in other countries. Go buy a new ring. <laughs> you have the money. Uh, but yeah, so meanwhile, uh, back in Libya, this is where I was like, oh, this raid is still. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and so uh, Eco Oasis here, we learn his name is Ramat. And um, yes. there's he, some good fights here. They throws a guy out a window and shit. Yeah. Some good shit. He has these really cool batons that have yes. been sharpened like jail shivs, which is it's basically if I want I want this actor with those weapons in a better movie. Yeah. Ray three. Just make Ray three. That's fine. But he fucking totally kills this general's whole family, right? This is why I gotta say, you know, this movie's terrible, but it does have some moments where I was like, wow, you really did pull through on that R rating slide. Yes. It's like Ramat brings this dude's dead wife in and he's like, here's your wife. Now tell me where those detonators are. Or I'm gonna kill your kid. And this general's screaming. He finally gives up the information. He's like, oh, thank you very much. And then this dude shoots this kid in the head. And I was yes. like, ladies and gentlemen, this movie has a villain. Mm-hmm. It's nice. 
I mean, I like that, but then all that stuff stops dead because we're making fucking Dolph Lundgren wig jokes. Uh-huh. Which, why? I guess this is because oh, he was doing... He was sick uh, at the time? Well, he's doing Aquaman at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I guess see. he probably needed that hair for Aquaman, and they were like, what's with the hair? Uh, you know, whatever. Gunner. Gunner. Like, oh, good old Gunner, dude. Gunner, I think... He's getting catfished on the internet. Is what's going on? Oh, yes, absolutely. he is, dude. I I need a little more of this. I need to see, like, at one point, there's some downtime, down like, maybe on the plane, and Gunner's, like, on his phone, and, like, Toll Road has to be like, hey, man, you talking to your fake girlfriend that's definitely a yes. 55-year-old <laughs> dude or something, you know? Yeah, she just needs $150 for groceries today, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be amazing, yeah. Like, but then, then that comes back at the end. Like that guy's also an expendable, maybe. <laughs> That'd yeah. be great. It's toll road, catfish, go get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Banderas has been secretly doing catfish this whole oh, time. Oh yes, that's right, Gunner. I am a fan of the long joke, my friend. Oh, he'd be a great catfish because you know you get him on the phone, and you're like, yeah, I'm still horny. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not like the disappointing real life catfishes. <laughs> But yeah, so this is we meet. Yeah, we see our you know toll road uh, a returning because Randy Couture comes cheap. Oh yeah, baby. He's oh well, that so you know cheap. he didn't have to rake the leaves that week, so he was out there yeah. in Expendables <laughs> four. You know they just paid him the tolls and the road that he had to drive on to get here. Yes, <laughs> Fifty Cent is is here. What's his name? Easy Easy, easy Day. day. Uh, easy Day. Okay, yeah, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> And then there is, of course, the son of Antonio Banderas is uh, Galgo Galan. Is Galan, the na- Galan yeah. is the name. Yeah, you've got to be kidding. I mean, because, <laughs> because I mean, like he was like, obviously what he called there. For anyone who likes his movies, Banderas was a big part of why you like Part Three. If yes. you like those movies, and either you could afford him or you can't. And if you can't afford him, just. Ice him like the rest of them. Exactly. You know what I mean? This should be a lawsuit. This is sort of like when Crispin Glover was replacing yes. Back to the Future 2. <laughs> like, and you're just trying yeah. to do the same thing. You can't do that. I, I, You know what? You're probably right. I, but I also, I am a little, I think, maybe because I know we, he has been going into the DTV and the fucking uh, P, uh, VOD market a lot lately. Maybe he couldn't make this one. Maybe no, there was one the cash. he was starring in. Like, oh. like and he, did, he was like, oh, I'm going to come back sure. to be like a joke for fucking Barney Ross again. No, thank you. Uh, oh, just, you're saying he's starting to make secret movies? Yeah. Oh, he's got plenty. Really? Of them. I got to see these. Boy, there are a lot these. of them out there. Uh, yeah, they're called but, Dial Destiny. That's one of them. Well, there was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's the greatness of Banderas is that he can do those things. Is He can be the he can come in for a little spice in something like. A Dial of Destiny, which I don't like, or even fucking Expendables 3, which I like a lot less. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. But like, I, I, well, the other side of that, though, is like, I don't mind this other guy, um, <clears throat> Jacob Scipio. He also hilariously, he's the dude who plays Will Smith's bastard son in that Bad Boys for Life movie. Wow. He's the, wow. the son of that literal witch. That's and, uh-huh. that and, yes, going on. and yes, he's British. Okay. Of course. I, I love that. He's just playing sons, you know, but, and any well, son you can have him play. <laughs> play a son, whatever, dude. But you don't like you tell me, uh, Barney Ross, you tell me that this character is the son of Antonio Banderas's character. I'll believe you. I don't need him to be mimicking Banderas yes. in this way. And that's what's awful about it, because he's just doing the impression of this character that, yeah, like 
Everybody remembers Banderas from that third movie because it was like the only jolt of electricity well, at any point in it. Well, that's the thing is I don't think they wanted to think of a new joke. Yeah. I think that was really right. the problem there is that <laughs> yeah. they were just like, oh, we got to create a whole new character. We're trying to get this fucker out. We've only had 10 years to write this they thing. They did Gee. like a, you know, search and replace character name and then add a line about it being a son. They should, yeah. you know, if they wanted comic relief, they should have gotten, you know, who's got, who's, who's very funny guy, mm-hmm. huge and intimidating carrot top. Oh, okay. I was oh, going to say true. Jeff Dunham. Get him in the puppets. <laughs> Either of them. Or I mean, Larry, they, dude. Any of them are ripe to be in this fucking franchise. Why well, not? Man, imagine Larry. Imagine they fucking like, Larry just put on 30 pounds of muscle and he's in the expendables man. and he's just jacked. Dude, Ooh, that, would, that would be it, it would rule. unsettling. Oh, no, it's unsettling. His, career, his career would go through the fucking roof. Welcome, mm. welcome my, uh, my new uh, muscle here. This is Chunk. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do the laugh too much because I, I hurt. Every day I hurt because I turned it all into muscle. You ever crack a guy's back so hard you fart? <laughs> hey, cool. I'm the latest expendable cake batter. <laughs> code, also, code name Dick Beer. <laughs> if Larry became an expendable, congratulations. He would be the most recent expendable to actually die in a movie. There's no way you could let. Yeah. A Larry the Cable Guy expendable, not die oh, in he would whatever be, movie he, appearance. Ju- just you try. Just you try. Yeah. If you uh, you get him in here, they're not killing anybody. They're not doing it. <laughs> so on the uh, conveyor belt of terrible character names, we also have uh, Andy Garcia as Marsh. Uh-huh. And poor Andy Garcia. Two yeah. things. One, they're like... You know, we're looking after for this mysterious villain, Ocelot. No one knows what he looks like. Oh, it's Andy Garcia. It's it. Oh, that's Andy it Garcia. sure is. Immediately like, it's, it's, yeah. first, and also Ocelot, you can't do it because the Metal Gear Solid thing. You just can't do it. You just can't oh, do pardon? it. Ocelot's a, a big villain for uh, Metal Gear Solid. And like when oh. you hear that, it's very similar to Expendables enough where you're like, eh, just don't do it. Right. Yeah, Simil- it's probably not a good thing. Also, I, I don't appreciate me thinking about Archer this whole time. And all, I'm also <laughs> wondering, was this like a rewrite where it was supposed to be Church, Bruce Willis, who was the CIA handler? Yes, it, Appar- it, it, it was supposed to be. Oh, really? Thing. Okay. Yeah. There was also a world in which the main villain was going to be Jack Nicholson. That's what, uh, <laughs> that's that what is, Stallone wanted. Dude, that is Stallone in Pinocchio mode, man. Look out for that growing nose. That oh. guy's Full of shit. No way. We were talking to Jack about it. Jack was very interested. There's a, there's a villain out on an island. He's taking over an empty basketball court, and he just <laughs> sits there every day eating chili dogs. <laughs> Better movie, every day. Man. I would love to see that. Dude, uh, you ask you ask Nicholson about that right now. He's like, not a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no way. It just, no. no. Total but, lies. But Ocelot, or not, his name is what was it, Brash or whatever? Marsh. Uh, Marsh. Marsh is like, his thing is like, hey, how's your balls? Hey, how you, you, are your balls so small? All oh, your balls, you're like genital warts. Like, all this dude is <laughs> talking about cock and balls the entire movie before he is eradicated. Well, because it's like old man talk. Like it, it, when he's just saying, "Like, how's your balls doing?" You're just supposed to like, "Okay, yeah, buddy, yeah. thank that you is, so much." But then the- Barney has to be like, eh, "Gravity's setting in. They're kind of low these days. How about your balls? How are your balls doing?" That's the that's right, dude. Because you you have to be over a certain age before you seriously a- a- like answer that question. 
Yeah. Right. Like you, you, if I'm walking in and uncle Andy Garcia is like, Hey, hey how's your balls? <laughs> you, the response, because I'm not 65 years old, is <laughs> uh, exactly, but like yeah. Stallone's like, oh, babe, my bones are shaggy <laughs> as shit. Yeah, when you get old enough, kids, uh, what happens is, do you ever see one of those things where there's those, it's like two balls and they're hitting each other and they fly, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, that no, little cradle you, thing or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, the little like. <sighs> yes, that's what it is when you walk to the store. Your testicles just <laughs> smashing into each other. And they make that noise, too. They do. Just, yeah, you got to start wearing underwear to the store. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I like to I like to have, you know, commando style because I'm watching the Expendables. I'm, I'm going the other way. I think that even gravity or no, old age or no, what this did, dude did in the 80s, he's got no balls left. There's just sure. nothing. It is. Yeah. It is just a. Yeah, exactly. It is a smooth fucking racetrack down there. Two little pieces of dot candy down there. Dude. <laughs> exactly. That's, right. that's all that that's might, left. That might explain why, and please excuse me if I don't under, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm an awfully stupid person here, but he, he says goodbye by saying, keep them tucked. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? What what does that mean? What a great <laughs> advice, Marsh. No wonder you rank so high in the CIA. Oh, yeah, I can't really do that because uh, I do so much steroids that they're like nipples now. Uh, uh, wait, are you supposed to do that? Was I supposed to be tucking them the whole time? I've been just letting them bang. That's uh, all. You know, another <laughs> another big mistake in this movie, especially in this sequence right here, you are, I don't know if someone was like blindly throwing darts at a board or what, but it was like, who is the expendable in this movie that gets the huge exposition dump and the dart landed on the toll road index Jesus card Christ. and everybody sighed in unison? Well, because everybody else has been used up. Everybody else got their chance. Finally, yes. the last boy at dodgeball has to play. That's right. <laughs> and he's he's talking a blue streak about Ocelot Barney 25 years ago was trying to figure out who Ocelot was but oh some Ugh. people say oh it's an urban legend around the old assassin game that mm -hmm. Ocelot might be somebody Barney made up to hide a fuck up he made uh -huh. <laughs> thanks Toll Road thumbs up buddy I mean we all expected this I, I just just to quickly change subject really quick there, there is a, a shot of the plane taking off with Barney oh. and Christmas and I'm telling you, the graphics, uh, the effects in general in this movie are horrible. Awesome. Even for, it's a cheap movie. Even for this kind of movie, it's bad. It you want to talk about bad. Metal Gear Solid, dude? Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> I, I swear to God, like I was like, I am watching a Duke Nukem intro scene mm -hmm. when I'm seeing this plane I'll, take off. I would kill for Duke Nukem to join this cast. <laughs> Any minute, man. Uh, that is something. Like with this, you know, we're gonna get a lot of shitty like Nintendo animated movies and like live action movies are gonna suck. Get me a shitty '80s Duke Nukem movie. Yeah, sure. That that's all I really need. Get me some squibs going, Michael Bay. If you're hearing me right now. Get in on the game. It's big now. He's Your lips to Bay's ears, dude. But, Come on, buddy. So the, 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 the grab ass that's going on, again, because like now we're trying to introduce this new character of Galan or whatever his name is. Yes. And like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, uh, what do you call it there? Like, Antonio Bader's the kind of funny, like, but this guy's just like, do you know what the uh, golden shower is? And yeah. I'm like, dude, what are we talking uh, about? Dude, and literally, just... I was so happy when Stallone was like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. And I'm like, yeah, just well, like Steve, me. Dude. She squats on you and releases her bladder, and it's very liberating. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like part of that just feels like 
the kid at the lunch table in high yes, school exactly. that heard about the thing and then has to come in and tell everybody like the gross sex thing he heard about. And then you all like <laughs> debate about whether or not it's real or whatever. Originally it was a it was a shitting on a glass table and Stallone was like, You gotta rewrite that. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the <laughs> details all wrong. Hey man, that's offensive, man. That is a beautiful act between a man and a woman who is being paid a lot of money. <laughs> it's a beautiful act between a man, a woman, and a table. <laughs> so what well, I mean, what is the fucking mission? The mission is they have to go to the Gaddafi hideout because they need to get these remote detonators because yes. somebody stole a fucking nuke and if we don't stop the nuke you know blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know you fucking know but it's great because yeah the, the the new expendables are trying to be known and then like the movie's like yeah fuck it here's just barney and fucking christmas just hanging out some more yes. i do love when stallone turns off the radio because he doesn't want to hear the fucking pee talk he just goes that guy's a world class pervert. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that had me going. Oh man! So yes, uh, we Ramat gets this. Co- oh, this is where Ramat kills this general. Yeah, that yes. is why because he he's got to get the codes to a safe that has the detonators in them or whatever. And as you know, this is going on. This fucking Donkey Kong Country plane is flying in here, and all these dudes start shooting at the Expendables plane, and you are fucking crossing your fingers open for some action to take mm-hmm. place no 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 it, it, they they of course do it fine they they get down they get their tiny cars out the <laughs> tiny cars roll out in fashion as soon as they land once the tiny cars are dumping out the back of this plane now with all the bad cgi it looks like i'm watching lego expendables oh man yeah. i wish that's that takes ingenuity to make a movie like that whereas something like this you're just watching like please end now <laughs> And so interesting bit of um, messaging they have in this movie. Another thing on top of him wearing this wig for the lady that's catfishing him, uh, Gunner has also been given shit because he has stopped drinking 15 months ago. Mm, and this is so where we funny. see he's like sober now and he's fucking up uh, the sniper shots right here. Like he's supposed to shoot Ramat right here right. and like Expendables 4 would be over. And he hits the door instead, and it blows their cover, and yada yada. But by, is, the, by the end of the movie, he, he drinks alcohol again, like he's Popeye, and he's like, it's good to be back, and I know. you can kill amazing. everyone now. It's I, crazy. It is so amazing. And that's another, this is who it's written for. It's just like, yeah, I didn't make any mistake in my life. I'm watching <laughs> Expendables 4. Well, that's, that's right. You know what? The court was wrong, and you were right, Barney Stallone. <laughs> exactly. It's such a <laughs> filthy, degenerate movie, Yeah, but it doesn't act that way. And like it's, it's not directed that way. And you wish it was. It's because- trying to have that sheen of being a real Ugh. movie. And you're not. Just embrace what you are. It's trash. You- These are gross human beings doing shitty things constantly. That is what you are filming. And like you act like it's these heroes still, even though they're fucking terrible. And I'm like, no, just have fun with it, please. Which would be great if they were just dying in droves. You're like, oh, yeah. that got the, the golden shower guy just got shot in the back of the head. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's kind of exciting and fun. That's a and, movie. And it's hilarious if it happened while he's explaining what a golden shower <laughs> is. Like he's he's like, and then the lady leans over you and just as she's about to evacuate her and then like an anti-aircraft gun rips through the fuselage and kills this guy 
And, and you you cut to Barney's like, I don't usually thank the villain, but I, I got to give him some roses for that one. Now, listen, I, let me tell you something that's really beautiful between a man and a woman. You get a woman who's about 5'6", five, 5'7", five, has to be no, no taller than 5'8". You get a table that's about three feet tall, <laughs> about an inch and a half, no plexiglass. It's got to be glass. You got to hear the tink. You got to put you put a dime on it. It's got to go tink, tink, tink. I bet if you go through all of his like family photos, you can see one table in the background of all of them somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's that's it. That's my beauty. Oh no, he has a shitting table. There's no. He's not. Yes. Using, he's not using the same one. To tap guests over. You think he's like, using, but he's, but I'm just saying, like, if he's having a nice little family photo, yeah. I'm just uh, rearranging the background a little bit, drags in the shitting table. Just for no him. Knows it. Just for him to yes. see it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You'll see these videos of like, oh, Stallone's got everybody over. Like, Pacino will be over there for some reason. <laughs> like, you've seen that video. He's like, Sai, is that, is that, that, I'm not sitting on that, am I? That's not, <laughs> that's a, yeah. I know that, what that is. Over on that table, some hooker took a great big <laughs> shit. She had a great ass, and she was shitting all over that table. He's just looking over it, trying to find a smudge. He's like, eh, no, no, it's, yeah, no, it's been cleaned. Yeah, Al, rookie move coming over to Sly's and not eating beforehand. <laughs> I always have a big meal before a Sly party because I'm paranoid about eating food off his tables. Yes. I just get a paper plate and hover. Yeah, I, the, I, bon- fun. the bonus is since I've eaten at home already, I have a shit ready to go in case we do something together, you know. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. It's a Sly party. Man, you never know what's going to happen when you cast 50 Cent in a movie, such as great <sighs> line deliveries oh. like, now that's what I'm talking about, Gunner. I was going <laughs> to fucking hell. Theoretically, 50 Cent is the get. Theoretically. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that is like, oh, wow, here he is. And he does nothing in this movie. I, isn't the, I mean, I guess. Isn't the get Megan Fox? Isn't no, no, it? no. The get is that Sylvester Stallone is still alive. <laughs> okay, got it. I think that's it because Fifty Cent isn't a get. But Fifty I know, Cent, I, I know he's done, not a get. He's done an array of secret movies. I, he has presumably done that. if if I'm if I'm driving around in my F one fifty buying snake flags, I know who he is because of the <laughs> the red box machine at Walmart. Sure, yeah. that's the guy that was in. All three of them escape plan movies. I fucking love those escape plan See? movies, Sly. See, Chris? I think Stallone did more movies than 50 Cent than Oliver Hardy did with Stan Laurel. I really I think that they, <laughs> they are they are they are a team. They are a team now. Yeah. So that's even less of a get. You just that you're just repairing with your partner. Well, well, Curtis, this is a fine mess you've got this issue this time. <laughs> but but you know, I Chris, at a certain point it's like peanut butter and jelly. This is a nice little pa- I'm used to it. I enjoy it. I want sure. my 50 cent in Stallone because I'm buying snake flags today. I I, I much prefer for the Chan and Tucker relationship. And I, I'm not surprised when Chan can land Tucker. Yeah. You know what I saw the other day, speaking of uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, that I think might be one of the saddest things anybody wasted their time on on the internet. Uh, a fan-made poster 
as if trying to get people to think a Rush Hour 4 was coming oh. out. <laughs> Can you just imagine sitting down one day and making a fake Rush Hour 4 poster? Well, I mean, of all the accursed properties, like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, Rush Hour is deep, like, deep evil, but, like, it's not... <laughs> Quite on is the it, usual suspects level. Is it Roman Polanski in one of Roman them? Roman Polanski's in the third one. Brett Ratner yeah. <laughs> yes. oversaw all of them. So, uh, whatever. We have a big fucking stupid action scene here because Gunner fucked it up and now they're on to them and we're having a big chase. And I mean, there's some stuff here that's kind of funny. I do like 50 Cent picking up a dude and slamming him back and forth like, yes. a, like a superhero. Well, that's sure. what's kind of cool. I'm like, oh, you, you kind of set him up like he's the super strong guy. I'm like, let's do that then. And he does nothing else. <laughs> nothing. Literally nope. nothing. That's it. Until like later when he's just like, we got to get out of here because Toll Road got shot. <laughs> yep. He is the most animated when he's fearing for Toll Road's life. Yeah. <laughs> yep. the, Ed, the third act of the movie is everyone being like, oh my God, Toll Road. Oh, what, Toll Road! I don't know. Oh. I don't know what I would do if Toll Road were gone. <laughs> All my Toll Roads are closed. <laughs> I just remember me and Toll Road. I, I, I can't even say it. I just remember we were talking, and he brought up his contusion yet again. And I, I told him, "Could you stop talking about that?" And he just started telling the story all over again. I think you, it's all he could say. You know, I wasn't going to be in this movie, and then I heard. The toll road wasn't going to make it. And I was I was so moved. I was like, no, I will be a pallbearer at Toll Road's funeral. Yeah, and then I solemnly lay an easy pass onto his casket. <laughs> <laughs> now you are driving straight through and not stopping on your way to heaven, Toll Road. <laughs> he is he has the $9 to pay. <laughs> Tolls on me, big guy. <laughs> I left $15 worth of quarters on Toll Road's grave. Yeah, on his eyes for the for the boatman. <laughs> oh, oh, oopsie. I put the coins in his eyes. They're bleeding now. Halfway oh, through, no. I thought he was a slot machine, so I really let those eyes have it. <laughs> Get in there. Get in there. But, you know, all this stuff is happening. Something, something. Barney's still flying around, and this is when Barney. And I mean, like, did any did anyone fucking fall for this? Uh, I mean, uh, yes, no. really, really dumb people. You would I, have to be the yes. stupidest person on earth because when, when he when this is when Stallone dies in the movie. Yeah. Oh early. man, I can't believe the red box machine killed Barney Stallone. <laughs> oh, man, but you know what? I I give the movie credit for deciding for the ending to bring it back instead of 10 minutes later. That's, That's fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why but, not? I mean, but even just, you know what, dude, like Stallone in all of his interviews, like, this is my last appearance as Barney, and that's what it's going to be. And I, I want to turn it over to my very good friend, Jason Statham, because he's the only one that is so deferential to me that I will allow him to be a friend. And, like, <laughs> that's cool, but then you die in the movie, and then it's, then yes. like, oh. you know, at the end, he's like, oh, you know, Barney, I miss you. Wish you were with us, but, you know, you're with us in spirit, Bale. I mean, would you have exactly the same scene where, like, the lady who sees Jethro Tull 27 times a year yes. saying, We miss you, buddy! Dude, the, that lady, uh, that <laughs> regular at the Expendables bar who is not an Expendable, yes. that yeah. lady's got a rough road. And you know what? Just don't even talk about it. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, and, and, like, someone at the bar, like, goes to make fun of that lady and, like, Tull Road's like, Hey, man. 
you shut the fuck up about Sally. She had a hard life. <laughs> All <laughs> expendables joking around stops. I will. Our barmaid Sally. I will say I do appreciate this little corpse, this little like fried body that we get here with the it beret perfectly on top. <laughs> I was, I was hooting and hollering in the theater. Dude, right? that is a joke for a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah, I, I thought it was very funny. And, and then where in uh, still in Barney's living will is it say you? You can lop my hand off and fucking stuff it at the bar like I'm a goddamn dog. Like I am the dog that died. <laughs> you you know? know what? It it anybody else, I think it wouldn't be there. Barney Ross, I think it might be there. You yeah. can cut up my body to decorate my bar. Absolutely. I think that's there. <laughs> cut up my body to decorate the bar. Put some new orifices in me. You can do what you want. I'll be busy in the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Uh, now just... you'll be in the League of Skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laying under a glass table saying, hey, St. Peter. Hey, St. Peter. <laughs> Did you happen to have Taco Bell for lunch? <laughs> okay, League of Skeletons. I'll join. Oh, wow. I became a skeleton. I don't got skeleton voice. I got <laughs> stupid. Just... I got stupid meat voice, too. <laughs> but he is dead. Yeah, he is dead. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Uh, Everyone this, is is pissed at Statham because the whole thing was Barney was like, go and get Ramat, and Statham refuses because he wants to save Stallone. Yes, and then if somebody's like, hey, cool, who's on Ramat, and the dude gets away, mission failure. And yes. this is what's great is what's his face. Uh, I think at some point uh, Fifty Cent is like, it was his sacrifice to make, and then you made it worthless. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't also, know I just worthless. I just met you Easy Day, so back off. <laughs> and like, you want to mind your own business? Is he in on it at this point? No, I think no, 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 no one, no, no one. I don't, I don't think anyone's in on it. Not even. No, no. Jesus. no I don't think so. But it is funny that Dolph Lund Dolph Lundgren, like a baby, is just like he was never worthless. He never did anything worse. Oh, that's right. Life. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you what I find funny is Dolph Lundgren yelling at dudes shorter to him while he is wearing a bolo tie. <laughs> yes. He <laughs> is dressed like fucking David Byrne in True Stories in this yes, scene for some crazy reason. Crazy it, no, it is. It is the. It's the. It's the thing when you're 16 and you have not been to a funeral yet. And then someone dies and your parents don't have enough money for funeral clothes. They're like, yep. I don't know. What do you got in the closet? Then you wear a fucking bolo tie to your best friend. Yeah. Funeral. Oh, Western shirt and black jeans. Close enough. Get in the car. Well, I uh, bought these for line dancing. I guess I do for the funeral of my best friend. Well, line dancing is kind of like going to worship the dead. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to I have do- an achy, breaky heart at this funeral. Dude, speaking of achy, breaky heart and other popular tunes. I, you know, maybe some people, Barney Ross included here, would find it funny. I think it's a bit poor form to have your band playing Don't Fear the Reaper yeah. at your fucking funeral reception. I just think it's poor form. All right. You know what? We've heard some things from the audience. We're going to switch it up. All the people who died, died. Well, if that's the Expendables, dude, the song's two minutes long. <laughs> Because there ain't any dead. They, they, uh. they never die. The Expendables, they're never expended. <laughs> At this moment, though, we do believe that finally the first Expendable has been perished. That's, the, that's the, true. That, that finally, I don't think, 
Like, who ain't shit? Liam Hemsworth? I don't think that dude actually got his certificate in the mail. No, he wasn't. He was still in the training program. <laughs> he was not official. No, he didn't. He wasn't patched in. He was here for college credit. Uh, here's another thing about this whole setup. <laughs> college credit. Uh, if, if this happens, and yeah, okay, I have a clause in my last will and testament that, yes, you can cut my arm off and put it in the bar, <laughs> fine. But you know what? There has to be a stipulation under that that says, except mm. that hand cannot be given the fucking finger. Oh, we love giving the fucking finger. And also, like, how is this thing being preserved? It still is like, it's not a skeleton hand. It's nope. got like meat on it. Like, it, it smells. Is, it, it stinks. Smells. It stinks. It's it totally smells. Well, it that, needs to be in a glass little, like, you know, like, you know what the beast had in Beauty and the Beast yes. with the rose was in? <laughs> yeah. It yes, needs to be sure. in that. You'll you know, get there. Like, after the bar, you know, you're you're drinking late at night. There's They're out of peanuts. So you pass around the hand, you get a little. Well, no, that's what you're, 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 you're serving fucking Frito pie and it's next to this dead yeah. man's head. They're shutting you down, dude. They Boy, he's finally I, it. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to uh, rain on this funeral here. But uh, is that the arm or is that the hot dog bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they should have it in the uh, where whatever uh, Elliot Dryson had the fucking uh, ar- skeleton arm in the. Uh, Terminator on Yes, exactly. Yeah. Put it in that thing because it should be preserved like that. It's a historical piece. There's right there. one more chip left. <laughs> Ooh, what a dark timeline that would be. I, I, I got to say, though, that is not half as unbelievable to me as the talk of like, well, you know what? Barney Ross, that guy who like killed everybody and like used, a, we'll find out later, used a, a man to fake his own death, Jumbo Shrimp. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, that guy has a seat reserved upstairs with the greats. He's upstairs with fucking Jimi Hendrix and the yep. Angels. And I'm like, stop talking right now. Yeah. <laughs> he is in hell yes. with all of the like with the worst monsters. Like him and Oliver North are fucking kicking back yeah, you don't, and having a fucking day of it. He hasn't missed a fucking uh, bazooka. And, Oops. Oh no, that's a wedding. My mistake. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I, but but like, and for. Them to constantly talk about like, oh yeah, we fucking like we we breathe death. We're like, well, who cares if we die? We're gonna save right. the world. And then to be like, oh, but he's gonna get up into heaven with all the angels and God. No, okay, so you, yeah, okay. So the twist, Jumbo Shrimp at the end of the movie, they is flashback where he murders him. <laughs> yes, and then places his body in this. We're not uh, murdering. Ex- uh, ex- excuse me. He doesn't murder. He doesn't murder. Him. Right. He ties him to this plane. <laughs> Same seat thing. Alive. This is Batman while begins. While the plane is crashing. Batman begins logic. Yes. No. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't kill him. He just arranged his murder or his death. That's right. His yeah. accidental death of being in this plane at the right. But then you're, you're criticizing his height and his stature the entire time, and then you're passing off his tiny skeleton as yours? That's what you get for trying to change the Rams game at the bar, you know? you. <laughs> I was watching the Rams game, and you wanted to change it over to the Bears game. Now you're going to die he, in Iraq or wherever. He killed for no this. reason. It was Gilbert, so dishonorable. Was, it's so dishonorable. But it, like, he lost a bet to this guy, and then he murders him. Dude, so Jumbo Shrimp's you know floating up to heaven and he gets to the the doors there and saint peter's like so what uh brings you to us this fine day and he's like well saint peter you're never gonna believe what happened 
three days ago, mm. I beat a man in a thumb wrestling contest and won a ring from him fair and square. And St. Peter's like, yep, got it so far. And he goes, and then to exact revenge, this man tied me to a plane and <laughs> downed it in the middle of Libya and killed me instantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it seems like uh, overkill to me. Oh, there he is right over there. Oh, he's one of the Expendables. That's oh, yeah. a, that's he's a, living in our Expendable wing in heaven. That's a Christ-like death, you know, suffering mm-hmm. for no reason at the hands of an Italian. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, the nice thing to do would have been to kill him before the fucking fiery death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Christmas at this point is fired because yep. uh, he yada, yada, yada. He didn't let Mar- Barney have an uh, uh, an admirable death. And that's what uh, caused Eco Oasis to get out. Now the Expendables are on the hook because that's what Marsh says. And oh, who's in charge? Megan Fox. Who would have guessed it? So this guy goes home and like again like we just did the escape plan where he was like anytime you're like international assassin there's like you got to go bag with hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and like all these different uh passports etc that's the point of killing people professionally it's like well i guess i can't do that anymore well i'll i guess i'll be a bodyguard like oh my god what a grim life yeah, Dude, yeah. A grim you know, life you know it's kind of funny i just realized this is the exact same uh, career trajectory as Liam Neeson in that first Taken movie? Yeah, he's, right. He's like, oh, I don't want to be a part of the life anymore. Guess I'll be a security guard for this and pop singer. The critique back then was, oh, these pop singers. And now it's social media influencers. Mm. Or it's Twitch, the tr- live streamers, Eric. Yes. Well, I mean, guys, this dude sucks. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry I mean, to tell you. Most of them do. I, I'm not. We're not protecting the live streamers. The live streamers oh. should be skewered. Well, okay, Chris, because it kind of sounded like you were like, and now they're coming after the live streamers. <laughs> that definitely sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> and, I, and I said nothing, and then they came for the podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, isn't this not based on a real dude? They're this, all this, like this. this. Yeah, they're right all this. yeah, yeah. The fat fluencer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, no, there's. <laughs> I guess it's what, like Andrew Tate esque or something. No, he's no, not. no. There's, there's a guy. I, there was a story about this guy. I read it a couple of years ago. I don't remember if it was like Rolling Stone or whatever. A heavy set or sex something. guy. It just this like this fucking scumbag fat dude that was super rich and live streamed like his crazy sexy parties that he would have or whatever and like. This article was like, hey, these things are fucking horrible. And look what's going on at this party that's not being live streamed. It was something like that. Because the second I saw this character, I was like, ooh, I thought back to that article instantly. I was like, did someone else read I that think, same thing? Uh, like, it, that sounds like, like a, a Jake Paul type of yeah. situation. And like, that's it's the thing. not a person who's physically fit. I'm telling that's, you. That's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. Is like, I can't think of one that isn't like, a, like, Maybe mm. like the guys who game are uh like are yeah. bigger fellows, but I can't think of a guy who yes. just okay. live streams that's uh, like a big guy. Comment below with fat sexists, and please. We'll, yes, we'll, we'll sort this. I out. I do kind of want to know because the guy doesn't really even have it. Like you would think they'd be like uh, uh real estate gigs or like dating advice or gaming. You would think one of these things would have been picked, but the thing that the fat fluencer does is he's like. Oh, look at all these women in bikinis. They're fucking disgusting. I wish he called them women. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I, I, I'm changing his language. Sorry. Oh, I have it, some respect for the ladies. Yeah. What is it? Oh, hey, by the way, why don't you uh, hold hold my side in the background, you muscle-bound clod? And I'm like, 
I don't know, dude. Like, have you looked at this guy? Like, yeah. Well, that's that's the fucking hubris you get, dude, when yeah. you're these like internet influencer people and like everyone's telling you your fucking shit don't stank. Yeah. You are gonna ignorantly talk shit to a dude like Statham that can easily decimate you, which is what Statham does yes. with this dude's own cellular telephone, and it's kind of awesome. And the funniest part is the chat of the live stream of all these people being like talking about Jason Statham. Oh, he's hot. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah, fuck yeah, with yeah. him. Gotta do it. Someone yeah, else yeah, commented, it. sexy mofo. Oh. And then <laughs> someone else said, God damn, he's hot. Yeah, I'm glad he beat up the guy I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's but usually he, the people. So hot. I mean, I guess that every time you uh, sign up for a We Hate Movies live stream, uh, one is going to happen on February the 1st for uh, Flash, uh, yes. the, the, the Flash movie. You want some, like, hot dude to come in and beat the shit out of us? <laughs> it yeah, might totally. happen. It might hey, happen. Moment.co slash We Hate Movies. That's right, because it's not impossible. I'm not saying it's going to happen sure. by any stretch. But I'm just saying that in in the world, you know, the realm of possibilities and the multiverse, it's it's not impossible that during our Flash live show, Glenn Powell is going to break into my home <laughs> studio and punch me in the face. I, I, I'm going yeah. to nip this in the bud right here. Andrew, do not do, when we're doing the show, don't do it from your pool. <laughs> okay, just, good just, idea. Just, I know you have the huge pool back there. Huge and that, pool. And there's all the women are over there hanging yeah. out and having fun and everything. Just do not do it from there. Go to an office. So don't yell at the bikini-clad women in my home during yes. the live stream. <laughs> just don't it. do that. Uh, we'll be fine. Or Excellent. my, you know, mouth off to my security detail, which I do have. Oh, uh, yeah, that might be an issue, though, because they are a little, they, they like to look. They like to stare you in the eyes. Oh, yeah. You know, Statham takes that sign this dude gives him and, like, whips it across the room really hard and fast, and everybody's, like, very impressed with it. But, like, I need to see that thing get, like, stuck in a coat of armor. Yeah, right? you know what I mean? yeah or a cake or something. Oh, yeah, dude, really just, like like, ninja stars it right into a cake. Because, like... He flicks it, and there's, like, kind of a noise, but it's off screen. Like, that's kind of just, like, a sitcom joke. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, show me it's hitting. Like maybe it goes to that guy's TV. I don't know. Something. Yeah. And then, I mean, this is, that's, I mean, the whole joke is, like, oh, this guy mouths off. Then Christmas beats the shit out of him. And then he immediately goes back to being expendable yes. by breaking into Megan Fox's house. Right, because he had given her a knife, or he gives her a knife now. Is that what's happening? He, he breaks yes. into her house to find intel on whatever the next mission is. And then she's like, I can't believe this. And they have like a sexy fight, yes. sex thing. I cannot, I mean, like literally, I would have lost enough, I would have lost even more money uh, on this show this week. I would have thought, I would have bet anything that she was in one of these movies before. I was so, yeah, yeah. when I was watching yes. this, I'm like, oh, they're doing their sex fight thing again. Like, like I've seen these yeah. movies before. Well, she does this in what? Uh, Goddamn. Uh, what the fuck is that? Um, Transformers? Jonah Hex or something? Okay. Yeah. Oh, there Jonah is Hex? sex fighting in Jonah oh, Hex, oh. I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I just think all these things are trying to do Haywire, and Haywire just did it a hundred times better. Yeah. Uh, but this, I'm like, you just know that on the board, that, like, I, I don't even know if there was a board for this writing. Who knows? But like, <laughs> and like, they saw they this scene of her being like, uh, 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 no kissy kissy. First, you eat my pussy. But yes. They, yes. They, they wrote feminism two underlines on that one. They were like, this is how we get them. This is the this is the wife crowd. We're going to get here. I mean, hey, man. It was a pretty solid move on her part. Uh -huh. it, 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 it's very nice. Yeah, uh, get 
get going, dude. Get <laughs> get get on down there. You know what I mean? Well, that's the problem. It's Christmas. I don't know. Is it, you wouldn't say Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, you'd mm. say I don't know. What would it be? He's, he's going to get up your chimney. It's time for my milk and cookies. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I would get I, that. Is the best one for sure. I, I think because that I heard that was what it was supposed to be. This was supposed to be a Lee Christmas Christmas action movie, which was would it? be so much better than yes, a good yes. idea. A well, very well, good idea. When we eventually get to the boat. We ha- sort of ha- we have it for like tw- 15, 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> Those 15, 20 minutes are kind of the best part that's of the movie because that's another completely. thing that's interesting. When we get to the boat, which is pretty soon, I promise, but the Expendables are all locked in a room for a good chunk of the second yes. act of this movie. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, doo-ba-doo. <laughs> you know, you can hear the elevator music. It kind of exactly. reminds you how much better it is to have an action movie about a guy versus a bunch of people. Exactly, especially when none of them, when all of them are invincible, it's like, oh, right, that's super yes. boring. It's more, it is much more interesting just to watch Statham cut through yes, these people. Just you know one I mean? invincible person, okay? Yes. So she's like, okay, look, here's the deal. Yes, the mission is we are going to uh, look for Rawat, like the dude that killed Barney and everything. Also, Barney uh, was in the secret Ton team. Dude. And now, upon his death, these documents have been revealed. And <laughs> yes. it's like, this is a, we think that this guy might be able to lead us to who Ocelot is. That's right, man. Fell fish bonanza. I mean, and like, this is just an lot of nothing right here. Uh, you've got to, if I was fucking Megan Fox, I would be so, he would be out of my bed immediately because we just fucked and I am just trying to enjoy my post-coital bliss here and he's like, oh, Barney wouldn't have liked this. No, he wouldn't have liked it at all. And he just starts talking about Barney all over again. Well, that's yes. true right, right after he came in me. Like, I just can't. <laughs> I, I would be losing it. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right, yeah, it's still pouring out. Yeah, you know, He's talking about Barney. Barney Ross, and I love him so much, and he's definitely dead. So some of the pillow talk is about uh, this yeah. aforementioned big expendables knife that he gives her. and He's like, oh, yeah, here's this knife, you know, just something to remember me boy don't mind it beeping all right it just, <laughs> knives beep all the time listen if you hear this knife beeping it's mean it's batteries running the knife doesn't beep all right <laughs> also don't get it wet you'll ruin you'll just ruin the knife don't, don't get the knife wet is all i'm saying don't get it wet because then a bunch of little knives are going to pop off it <laughs> But yes, you are told immediately that this knife has a tracker in it and it's Christmas looking at the screen and he's going to follow them on the mission here. We're in the fucking plane. We meet Levi Tron as Lash. Mm. Dude, uh, she okay. she literally you want to talk about getting <laughs> oh, getting oh. The, the 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 short straw in the expendable completely universe. wasted yeah she's i mean and she's a cool action person that seems like she's doing like cool uh, she's like a woman that knows how to do stunts or whatever i've never yep. seen her do anything before uh but she was in the first purge apparently she's got like a whip thing that's why her name is lash that's kind of cool she uses it like for half a second but her thing mm. well Toll Road might need a girlfriend. Yeah. Toll Road may yep. need a girlfriend uh-huh. by the end of this one, <laughs> oh, folks. Boy, that's a toll. You don't want to pay that. 
Is there a Mrs. Toll Road? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even seal that deal, though, dude. No. Like, the end of this movie, they straight up hug one another. Yeah, yeah, no thank Come you. Come on! Eddie, here, would, you, uh, would you like to meet my wife, Toll House? Because she <laughs> makes I think, cookies all day. He hits on her, and she's like, oh, Toll Road. And she, like, puts her pinky out. Like, that's what how big your little cock is. And he's like, no, try twice that at least. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because, awesome. because just like how <laughs> just like how like a whale needs to come up for air every now and again. Yeah. If you are not making a fucking dick sized yeah, joke, a sperm whale comes up for air. Ten minutes in this expendables franchise, like it will suffocate and die. I, I mean, nothing is worse than making this woman have to like be like just salivating at the idea of watching him piss. Like she right. cannot yes. wait yeah. to see him. Yes. So they're locked in this area, and apparently it's like, oh, this is a you know navy thing. If it gets wet, this panel will come off or whatever. pop right off. Yeah. And so somebody has to piss on it. So Toll Road has got this fucking stinking bladder of piss, right? All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've jumped so far ahead have of the movie to talk about this dude pissing on the floor. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> because this movie is Deus Ex Piss. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm just waiting I for mean, the piss is. scenes, dude. Well, it's like they go to this fucking. We're told they're in like the South China Sea at a CIA black site. Oh, right. They got to get captured first by (laughs) Yes, yes. exactly. And so they meet up. This is Andy Garcia and other lady. What is this character? I thought this was Ashley Judd and I was really upset for a second. I was happy that I was really happy when I went online that it was not Ashley Judd. No, no, no. This is Agent Boss Lady. Mm -hmm. Um, Russo. Russo, right. Because they couldn't get Renee. Oh, <laughs> this is Lucy Newman Williams, who is in this movie, five episodes of the Jack Ryan TV show. Uh, I guess okay. that's the connection. Yeah, probably. Uh, or maybe at a, an industrial short for Raytheon. She was maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the connection. <laughs> that could be. Uh, oh, and Steve's favorite movie, Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Oh, nice. Okay. Among other things, but yeah. Better movie but, than this, I'll be honest with you. You just kind of keep waiting for this lady to be a character because there's so much camera time with this. Sure. Well, because like now Andy Garcia is like, and because you guys screwed up last time with your little balls and your balls going left (laughs) and right. Now I I will join the club. By the way, I'm totally not the villain named Ocelot. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't start doing movie math. 70 minutes in and being like, well, we haven't seen anyone who could be us a lot. It's got to be me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just watch the movie. <laughs> so, yes, while they are getting the like, you're going to get a babysitter in this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Statham makes his way to Thailand and he's looking for Dacha. And this is where we meet Tony Jaws, this Dacha character. And this is, again, this is like, an interesting ass, like Tony Ja is kind of like a John Wick dude. Like yes. he's like, I've left that life behind. I'm afraid if I let that guy out, I'm not going to get to put him back in again. Kind of all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, this guy and Statham is the movie. Like yes. this fucking Lee Christmas movie probably would have been something sure. if you had the Tony Ja character. And, but also the Tony Ja thing is like, yeah, you know, I, I've done so much. Like every time you kill somebody, you become less of a human being and like all right. that stuff. And it, it's taken me so much to get rid of this guy. It's like, oh my God, Barney is dead. Well, I guess I'll just <laughs> throw 
all of my fucking bullet, <laughs> all of my personal growth to the side to avenge some asshole that I knew. That's right. No. No, Barney, yep. And then Barney. at the at the end when he kills like forty people in this movie, and then Barney's like, "Yeah, man, that was a big twist." He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's I I gave up my soul for you, asshole. Well, like, uh, but like also for that to be the like I know, yeah, that to be the thing is weird, but also Barney Ross, soldier of fortune, yeah. dying in duty. How rare is that? Exactly. How, why? Why like, do how I, weird is that? Why does that need to be avenged, even at all? Uh, Didn't you expect that that was how he was going to die? Didn't yeah, that, it's, what, it's yeah. in the fucking job description. Exactly. Yeah, what the fuck? And also, Tony Josh should have been going to the boat with Christmas at the like, just like the will they, won't they of this. And then, of course, yep, he, yes. will. he will. Yeah, he will show up on the boat too. Yeah, their little boat is going up uh, against this usual suspects big tugboat <laughs> thing that we're on at the there end. There is a usual suspects thing. There yes. is a fucking. Oh, we'll, we'll get to it. But Jesus <laughs> Christ, um, that movie has piss in it too. Um, yes. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, you're I right. Think, I think Piss should have an IMDb page so I know which <laughs> movies it's in. Oh, actually, no. Now I remember the other thing you're talking about, Chris. It's later when Toll Road goes, uh, Sorry, fucking cock, you motherfucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, uh, but so they're going, they're like following behind. And yeah, he, Tony Jaw gives the speech about like, you know, he's never going back to that life, but he can, he'll get, he can go as far as the boat. So Statham gets on the boat. Meanwhile, the Expendables, much like the last movie where the, uh, you know, Mel Gibson, when Barney Ross is like, I'm going to take my own team and blah, blah, blah. And they get captured immediately. That happens exactly right. here. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. I've seen like, this movie before. And instead of doing it in a building like last time, it's on a boat. <laughs> there you go. There you we, go. We're, we're making some jumps Expendables here. Expendables yeah, on a was, boat. That that third movie, it's Mel's thing was like it's like an old hospital or a casino or something. So, yeah, yeah, this is a boat. Very clearly, in the next one, what they got to do is get one of those five tier airplanes and just do a fight <laughs> yes. on each level. Yes, the spruce movie. I don't think um, we're gonna be lucky enough to get another one of these. This damn. tanks. Yes, and, yes, and, and obviously, right now, Stallone is not in most of this movie because hey, Tulsa King's filming up the street. So is that is that what? I'm guessing. Did it in I've for him no, being in the movie? I have no yeah. idea, but I'm just guessing. Yeah. Um, this is also like, I don't know, Expendables. I thought you all were supposed to be like the best in the business. They jump onto this boat and they're like, huh, no one's here. What's going on? And like, yes. at no point is anyone like, well, they got to be somewhere. They're yes. just like, their their reaction is more like, ghost shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're such a Mickey Mouse team. It's, yes. it's pathetic. No. Sad. But yeah, they so they do get caught like immediately because yeah, they turn a corner and yep, there's where the dudes were all they, hiding. Yes, yeah. they say here's all the machine guns. Ghost ship. It's a ghost. And there's a guy like right under the computer <laughs> next to you with a gun, and you don't notice this. It's awful. I mean, oh, also, just because you got to point out whenever you guys have these, point them out. The like when you think you've hit the lowest of the low with the CGI, and mm. it is for me. One of them could be right here. This big establishing shot of this boat looks straight out of like a GameCube game. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's truly terrible animation right here. Awful stuff. So Statham gets on board and he immediately, there's this guy who, it's it's kind of a, a diehard moment. Like he gets caught and he's like, oh, hey, guy, we're supposed to be doing stuff. Oh, like, yeah. He's he's like, got, oh, Colin, what are you doing here? The guy's like, oh, Colin. Right. Yeah. And, and like, he's like, uh, 
oh, okay, so I guess we are working together. And then fucking Statham just fucking puts a knife in his throat. Yeah. And I, yeah, nice. I, I, you know what? I, I could take a lot of deaths. I could, to be fooled like that right into my own death, I'd be like, oh, you know what? I, I, I deserve this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is on me. This is my fuck up. You know what? You should have stabbed me in the throat. You're right. Yeah, let my soul uh, rot in the nether space forever. Could've, I deserve neither heaven nor hell. Could have just I died so stupidly. Could have blasted your brains all over the ship container and ruled the day, but nope, just got a knife in my throat. And around here is when uh, Ramat gets on the phone with Russo, uh-huh. uh huh, and tells her that he is willing to do a prisoner exchange. We've got Marsh, which is Andy Garcia, and it's like. Oh yeah! If you give us this other dude who was like our brother in arms or whatever, I'll give you back Marsh, and we can all get on with our day. Yeah. Uh, so that sort of like gets uh, sort of set in motion. Also, around here is when Lee Christmas sees, oh, that clever son of a bitch! Like, <laughs> yes. you sneaky like they little are modifying. Sausage. Oh yeah, we're modifying the ship to have all sorts of. American flags and uh, yes. you know all over the place and they're singing the fucking national anthem because yes. yes this plan is blow up a bunch of shit in Russian waters exactly and, start World and War. because <laughs> you the audience are the dumbest people ever let's pan up to show that there's a Russian satellite oh. that oh, yeah. might see this but he shot where he literally locks eyes with a satellite he, space. He, he squints to look at it he's like is that yeah that's right. <laughs> You're filming off the shores of Miami. You have to do something. <laughs> like I love that. I love, but also like the idea that oh man, you're gonna they're they're gonna frame America by putting American flags on this boat that is going to have a nuclear weapon it, it, explode on it. The flags don't matter anymore. You know what I mean? Like where <laughs> who is yeah. who is finding the evidence of this Dude. cloth flag after a nuclear bomb goes off? You're right, Steve, because the funny thing is I was about to make the argument like, oh, well, Steve, there's like video footage or whatever, but they're doing this mission in the middle of the night. Yes. So, like, you probably wouldn't be able to film any of the fucking flags anyway, so nobody would have any idea what's going on. fake wooden planes to look like an aircraft carrier? Come on. This is like a plot that the fucking little rascals would be a part of. Like, maybe some... We're going to make an American battleship. (laughs) Maybe some charged F-22s or something would show up in the wreckage or whatever. But you're you're made up out of fucking wood? (laughs) (laughs) It's not so sneaky, little sausage, if you ask me. No. It's bad Uh, sausage. So he's, like, trying to find the rest of the Expendables. This is when the Expendables are figuring out how to escape their room, which is got to piss on it, dude. Got to yep. piss on it. Yep. <laughs> just mark your territory. That's how you win any battle is just marking your territory. So Toll Road, of course, whips out his huge hog and pisses all over this thing. Yes. And Lash is like tr- is like crawling past people to see it, like yeah. trying to get people behind her so that she can get a gander at this dick. And they won't let her, and she's really pissed. But mm-hmm. it does work. The thing pops right it off. It does. And then um, Antonio Banderas' son runs right in and it's like, huh, I think he really does like golden showers. Oh, we, we should say this character who is total garbage, Galan or whatever his name is, has been silent the last 20 minutes. That's right. Because he refused to speak after Barney died. Yeah, like, he loved Barney like, so much. 
who on earth could give a shit? Like, no one, <laughs> I, you don't even notice it, but the, no. they have to tell you that he's not talking because no one wants him to talk to begin with. Yeah. Honestly, Steve, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> exactly. Like, this guy was shut the fuck up. I forgot he was even in the movie. It was exquisite. And then, yes, it's like, yes, let's run through piss. <laughs> and, and second to being fooled by the diehard scam by this son of a bitch, Lee Christmas, would be me watching Lee Christmas beat the shit out of somebody while he puts a machete in my skull. Mm-hmm. That's uh, kind of funny because they are watching the video of him beat the shit out of the influencer and the guy says, oh man, I'd really like to meet that guy someday. Oh, yeah. And then that very guy stabs oh, him in the hey, guy! <laughs> Again, another dude whose soul is rotting in the nether spaces because you died really stupidly. <laughs> yes. Just, oh man, that's limbo. You don't get to go anywhere for that one. You, you're stuck there. I do like uh, when Christmas and uh, Daka run into the room here. Like, they've just missed them escape through the piss tunnel. And uh, Lee Christmas, like, Wolverine himself is just like, you smell piss. (laughs) Yeah, Tony Jaw has to be like, yes, Lee Christmas, I do smell piss. That smells, yeah, that's Toll Road. (laughs) And uh, wait a minute. He didn't have anything for breakfast. Although, two nights ago, yes, asparagus, two nights ago. <laughs> Still warm. Uh, Yeah, so, like, they, it's one of these, like, oh, are they ever going to find them? And you think, I don't know, I guess I sort of made the assumption, like, they would be cold on the trail for more of the movie. They literally like turn a corner and find them in two seconds. Yeah. And everybody's like meets back up and you're like, all right. And they're like, all right, we're going to have to work together. We're all going to be a big expendables team. And I watched two movies yesterday. Not back to back. Yes. I watched two movies yesterday. And one was uh, this movie, The Expendables 4. I watched Mm -hmm. this in the afternoon. And then at night, you know, (laughs) we went out to dinner and my wife and I wanted to watch a good movie. So we watched Anatomy of a Fall. Of course. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe you. I cannot believe this worked out. Are you fucking I, I, kidding I'm me? literally not kidding you. I fu- 50 cents pimp prominently ex- yeah. <laughs> exuded in both films. I'm not kidding. That's incredible. That's so good. <laughs> and you know, you wouldn't think of it, but even Anatomy of Fall, better action movie than this. <laughs> yes. Truly. That's actually true. Um yes. yeah, wow. There is something about man. I, 50 cent you're in this movie exactly dude. that's well, that's the thing no i you know what I, a tip of a tip of the cap to him because he did what mark Wahlberg wants to do all the time yeah which is just go push the self-promotion into like truly like a uh, degenerate behavior <laughs> like to, to be like use my song that's fucking like so fucking it's not even a new song. It's not even a new 50 Cent song. It's, it was, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing because in Anatomy of a Fall, the point of that song is it's so fucking annoying yes, that, yes. It might, that it makes you believe that she might have killed her husband. And you're, you're, you're on, you're on, you're on Tether Hooks like, well, he did play that song quite a bit. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> he deserved it either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I can't believe that you watched both of those it, movies. It's, I was that's stunned awesome, dude. when it started playing. I was like, that's not What true. a great year for movies. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a pretty good yeah, year for movies. Yeah, I, I, mean, think in, I think Anatomy of the Falls is using like an instrumental remix. It is. But it yes. stands. It still stands. That is like... I mean, what are the odds? Think about all the movies you're going to watch yesterday. I can't believe this. I mean, I do, I, I do think, I thought it was very well used in Anatomy of a Fall. I, 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 who cares? In this, it's just kind of like a de- 
a diversion. I thought it was, you know, I, I didn't like its use in Killers of the Flower Moon. No, I yeah, that was a little, little much. I thought that was a little bad. I'd like, I'd like Jack White. I thought he was a good actor in that scene, but I thought it was a little <laughs> tasteless to have that riding over it. Oh, my God. I was just looking. Cause, uh, someone said something about filming in Miami, and I was looking at this, and they shot this in London. Oh, wow. And I would have guessed Bulgaria. Bulgaria <laughs> yes. is the other place. Oh, yeah. cool. That's awesome. So, yeah, that 50 Cent song is used on a forklift with a yes. corpse as a distraction. Um, yeah. And it, and it works. It, it works. works very well. It there works. is a great... Uh, the distraction, of course, is an explosion, uh, which... Or no, I, I, all right. Who says this? Because it's just a great, and by great I mean poorly delivered line of "Oh shit, bomb!" Uh, 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 I don't know. Could, could be any is, of them. This is around where they find the big oppy esque nuke that's in the boat, <laughs> right, and this is yeah. like you forget, I guess, that like Toll Road is the explosives guy because all of a sudden, like, I mean, it, honestly, this is this movie. This is Toll Road's time to shine. He pissed on that door, yeah. and now he's the guy who's like looking at the bomb, and he's yes. like, "Oh, there's all these fail saves, and the only way we can turn this off is if you have, you know, the the release, the kill switch." And he says, very importantly, this kill switch, the the nature of it is such that like it's a distance thing. The person still has to be on the boat with it. Yes, yes. I I my favorite line in this whole movie is. It is in the piss scene when he's about <laughs> to take the piss and he turns around and says, you know, privacy. Can you can you please turn around so I can perform this miracle for you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because you've got 12 dudes with H HGH running through their blood and they're all totally indistinguishable of, of each other. And I guess even this one dude, like he's like kind of a heavy. Uh, I looked up; he's just a stunt man. Uh, oh, like, is this the guy who's Ramat's number two? Yeah, right he there? like stabs. He stabs Toll Road a couple times. Yeah, and yes. this is when Lash and uh, who's the other guy that, that joins up to? Is it? It's Lash and somebody else. To Tony Jaw's character. Yes, they they, uh, they da dispatch Daka. they yes. dispatch of him. Which is pretty it's a pretty good that, like this yes. again because it's like nobody who's been in Expendables movies before. Yes. I'm watching like in this fight and I'm like, hey, these two are great at fight choreography. Excellent. And then this dude gets kicked off a ledge Ugh. and cracks his head open and it pops like a grape it's, and it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is great because it's a great like the shot like you see the hole and then you watch him fall down the hole and then you watch the blood. It's kind of great. Yes. Yeah, it, it works out really nicely. And then the also, next two hours are figuring out <laughs> if he actually did do that or if not. <laughs> and then there's a, That's right. the dog it, is yes. heavily involved. And because they're in international waters, they have to be tried by the UN, which is in French. <laughs> yeah, everybody talking about this fucking RDJ winning these awards. Give a, the fucking award to that dog. <laughs> yes. The dog oh, in, in Anatomy of a Fall, the fucking yeah. best actor of the year. He already won the, pro, the Palm Dog. Not enough. I need another one. Create. You I know agree. what? You created a fucking box office one. Create a dog yep. one. I'm with you, Chris. Let's get some new award categories, and one of them is dog acting. Dude, just do it all. Dog, cat, horse. Horses 100%. have big ears. Yeah, get a duck in there. Who cares? <laughs> it make as much sense as box it, office achievement award. There's at least one duck and poor things. You know, you, you yes. find your fucking oh, candidates where you true. can. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the thing about these action scenes now is like you just have to figure because you can't—they're all just killing faceless nobodies, like which sure. is fine. But it's also like 
poorly lit, poorly filmed, poorly edited, poorly shot. So it's really hard to figure out who's doing what. Yes. So you only have little glimpses of things here. Like Toll Road pulls a grenade off some guy's vest or like the pin off the vest and leaves yes. the grenade, which is good. This is where Gunner, it's this fucking like Dolph Lundgren acting in a different movie where yes. he's holding this flask like, oh, no, I do. I think I, oh, fine, fuck it. He's like chugging this shit. And then it's like, da 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 da. And it's dude, so he gets funny. like madness in his eyes yes. and he starts like perfectly killing them. And yeah, like think, headshots everywhere. You'd think you'd be loving this part of the movie, but honestly, it does because what you were describing, Andrew, it gets a little boring because it's like, ah, yeah. who's shooting what? What's there? What's that? The sky's fake. Where am I? Yeah, yeah. Because the <laughs> yes. effects, the effects suck. Like it, you use like the the smart thing they learned here, and thank God for John Wick on this one is that like John Wick did really push all action movies. You have to have a choreographer now. Yeah, and, and they oh, better yeah. be good. There has to be some clarity because that's really that's the benchmark they set is that they're good at that. So that is good, but like the actual surroundings are so dark and like there's nothing really uh, distinguishing them. That I do kind of fade out. I do see what you're talking about. You're, well, you're on a you're on a boat. The boat itself is as a as a scene is very monotonous. You know what I mean? Like it's just right. sort of like, the, oh, here's you're on this part of the freighter. You're on that part of the freighter. There's not you know what I mean? It's not like even a building yeah. where you're like, oh, you're in the kitchen and you're in the fucking right. on, on the skylight. Yeah, you know what at, I mean? Like it's, look at under siege. I know that's a different kind of type of boat, but like yes. that boat was an atmosphere. It was part of something. I'm guarantee even in Bulgaria you can get a container ship. And figure it out, you know. Oh, you're yeah. totally right, dude. Because this, like that boat uh, in Under Siege, great movie, uh, is one where it it feels lived in, and there's different areas of it. The exactly. boat in this movie feels like when you were playing like a one on one or a fucking whatever a multiplayer Goldeneye round, and you pick the boat, yes, and you're just walking around an empty ass fucking boat. That's more what this feels like. Everything's gray and nobody cares. The most like yes. uh, actiony, I guess, part was when Christmas was using that motorcycle with a gun on it. That's uh, amazing. That's that's motorcycle guns all pretty cool. Yeah, it Motorcyc- was fun. motorcycles on a boat, much like uh, space horses on spaceships in Star Wars. And that's <laughs> that's the other thing too. Like we're lighting off grenades. We're doing. I'm like, I don't know. Isn't anyone like, yo, dude? Is anyone gonna sink this boat? Like, I'd be kind of <laughs> nervous about that. I would That's be very true. Yeah, I, that would not be. I, 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 the, it gets kind of crazy. I, I don't know if we even touched on this, but they they're bringing in the guy who can name Kaiser Soze. It's so stupid. And they're yes. touching down, and this guy's in this orange jumpsuit, and he gets out. And uh, of course, sees Andy Garcia immediately. He's like, oh, that's Ocelot right fucking there. And he's like, oh, no. And he immediately shoots him. And then it's like, this is yes. Ocelot revealing himself to be Ocelot. And again, if you got kicked in the head by a horse, you're sh- totally fucking shocked. But <laughs> anyone else, you're like, well, who the fuck else could Ocelot have been? Uh, oh, I finally found uh, the character's name in my notes. So the dude they're making this prison transfer for, the guy is. Fen Leong Bai is the character name that they give, and it's he's the dude that can identify Ocelot. And man, it is a huge laugh riot for me, at least, seeing this guy's eyes go bug-eyed when he's like, oh, 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 Ocelot! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just gets and, shot and, in the face. Andy Garcia says, bye, bye, bye. This is oh, his name, yeah. his last name. I'm uh, telling you it's Ocelot! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have um, Ramat versus Christmas is around here. Yeah. And this is like going out at the exact same time that this chopper is landing or whatever. 
And this is, I mean, it's decent enough, like, because Ramat's yes. got these the sharpened batons. I will say, though, where they're fighting on the boat, and because it's like a climactic, you know, hero versus villain fight in an Expendables movie, this part really has echoes of the um, Stallone JCVD fight in part two, like their big ending fight. Similar, like it feels like it's happening at a Terminator factory. There's right, definitely yeah. like d- different levels of metal staircases and platforms and shit. It felt very like you should have picked a different location for oh. this, but it's still a decent fight. Right. Jamming this fucking axe more, into this dude's chest. More great. Great. Uh-huh. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And but like, yeah, that's what your eyeball is doing because you're like, uh, more. This all looks the same. And, excellent. The, and then Andy Garcia is like, do I really have to say this? Hey, hey, hey uh, Stuart, do I have to? I, uh, so that's the script. That's all right. Then, all right, fine. You're like genital warts, Christmas. That's what you are. <laughs> you're genital a, warts. You're always showing up where you're not wanted and refusing to go away. That's what's great is he then has to explain because it's so stupid. <laughs> yes. He's like, fuck, <laughs> now I need two follow-up lines explaining my insult. You see, when you're diagnosed with genital warts, and, now, and, and to be clear, I've never had genital warts, but I'm assuming that genital warts come in and bust up your big deal that you have. <laughs> you're like genital warts because first you're like really scared that you might have a life-threatening disease. And then you're like, oh, thank God, it's only genital warts. But then at the same time, you're like, this is really inconvenient. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know who I don't think ever had genital warts? The famous handsome actor, Andy Garcia. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call up my doctor and get his say what he thinks genital warts are really like. It's a, Yes, doctor. No, Dr. Feedstein. Yes. Could you please just talk to this man? Why? Did, okay, he's hung up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he keeps calling him genital warts. And then there's like, it's amazing. So Toll Road has been stepped. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just out of Dallas, Toll Road has been stabbed. Uh, <gasps> Close the schools. And, uh, and, uh, first lady, first lady Lash. She is, <laughs> she is she's taking him to the hospital. And it's, it's just amazing because, like, what do you call it there? Like, 50 Cent at this point has to just be like, he's the only one who has to be like, but guys, Toll Road, he's bleeding out. We have to get him to safety. And, like, so this is when they, they're like, oh, we can go off Tommy Jaws' boat, which is still being tugged. From the other thing, and they're like, "All right, great," and you know, everybody gets on. Yes, you know, let's escape a nuclear explosion in a little boat. <laughs> yes, which also well, later you, on, let's escape it in a helicopter. Another well, bad you idea. Just, uh, you know what, dude? Step on it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just, <laughs> exactly. Run it. Did you ever think about stepping on it, Eric? <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I forgot. It. I forgot about stepping on it. Uh, but yeah, they all go, and then. There's this thing where Jason Statham's like, it's actually my movie. Uh, and it's like, you know, I'm going to save the day. Make my sacrifice count. And, you know, he goes back to fight Andy Garcia. Right, to, uh, to turn the ship around to not implicate the United States. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Which Hero. is kind of funny because it's like, thanks a lot, British guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job. You know, thanks for taking out Karos. But yeah, he comes down. And Eddie Garcia is like, man, mano y mano. And you're like, he's got man, a gun. Well, he's got I'll, a gun. I'll tell you what, though, Chris. Fuck this thing. Because speaking of shit that sounds familiar, that's exactly what Stallone and Mel do in that last yes. movie. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, we just do a fish fight like old times. Stone fakes. 
<laughs> yes, the very same. Yeah, Marsh is not as quite as good as Stone Banks, but uh, yeah, Marsh is about to blow his head off until he is in- and I am not kidding. Oh, dude, oh. Di- annihilated oh. by it's, a Gatling gun. It's good. Oh, it's kind of worthwhile. Yeah, it, it, it almost is, makes dude. this movie worthwhile because yes. he is turned into spaghetti. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, it's awesome. This dude just crumbles. Yeah. Oh, it's like Doctor Strange put a spell on him or something. <laughs> like it's like it looks like magic was involved. The way this dude's body falls it's apart. It's amazing. Yeah. And and the reason that your uncle had the heart attack and died is because the person using that Gatling gun is Sylvester Stallone. Dude. Barney Ross <laughs> is back. He is there to save Christmas. And Christmas fucking I, I love this. He gets on the helicopter like you're getting into like a Toyota Corolla. Yes. Like he just uh, like yeah. swings his legs in like it's not very Whatever. easy there. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I mean, so this is like your big moment, right? Like Barney Ross is alive. Sylvester Stallone. Here comes the cavalry. Blah, 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 blah. It's amazing that they fuck up that it's like the reveal yes, that Barney it's is bad, it's like, bad it's poorly he, directed yeah he gets total like again Garcia turns to jelly and then Statham looks and you need you when Statham looks the cut is it's either before the cut he says something like who's that or he says nothing and then the cut you let Stallone come into frame yes. and it's revealed and you have a big music swell the way it happens in this movie Garcia turns to Jelly, Statham looks out, and they don't cut away to anything, and Statham just goes, Barney? Yes. And that's the reveal that Stallone's still alive. How do you fuck that part You're up? Welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm alive. You're welcome. <laughs> Statham yells out, what the fuck is happening? And I was like, exactly. How did you screw this so horribly? And then he's like, yeah, I faked my death. And by the way, that guy that that guy at the bar I'm psychotically obsessed with. Well, he was involved. <laughs> for, you know, first my obsession started out small. I would go to the parking lot and write down his license plate repeatedly, man. I'm talking repeatedly. And then one day I was like, what if I use this guy to fake my own death? <laughs> he beat me in a thumb wrestling war. Why not kill him? Oh, man. Unreal. Yeah, just like. Our hero, folks, this yes. guy, like, you see this man still alive. Like, yeah, maybe this guy's an asshole, but, like, that guy had a family. He he probably just, ran a yes. nice motorcycle shop in yeah, town. Yeah, why does he have to die 6,000 miles from where he lives? <laughs> That's true. You're, just, you're running on the Tainted Spike and where, or what was it? Tainted Spoke was yes. the bar? There it is. Yeah, it and is. then you die in Libya outside old Gaddafi's old chemical plant. Dude, and like you, like all the guys, like back in Nola at the bar, just like, oh yeah, you hear what happened? Uh, yeah, our, our short little friend there got iced. Yeah, oh what happened? Drunk driving. He uh, OD on some fent in his shitty apartment. What? Oh, he was uh, killed in a huge plane crash in Libya. What? <laughs> you know that? Uh, you know that bar down on Sycamore? Yeah, they got his hand there, just <laughs> hanging out in a up on the bar with a ring. I don't. But know. it's all right because it's giving the fucking finger. That fucking rules. So the whole thing is like uh, Stallone's like, "Hey man, where they keeping the bomb in the ship?" and uh, Christmas is like, oh, it's oh, it's to the back there. 
And Stallone like uses this helicopter gun to cut this boat in half. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know if that's, that's how well, he does. He basically. Yeah, he he does a like a super Titanic because it takes you know it takes the Titanic a while to split in half and go twenty seconds. It's like twenty seconds. Yes. Yeah, we ain't arranging no deck chairs on this. (laughs) Well, that's I mean, I'm the king of the world. I mean, it's 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 genius, dumb guy thought. It's like, well, bomb the bomb, and it will be fine. There was definitely room on that plank of wood. <laughs> oh, and we're yeah. also yeah, we're only gonna kill what like a hundred thousand whales. Oh, dude, I mean like nuke the, the whales, dude. <laughs> Literally yeah, something. Whatever happened, whatever absolute geological disaster this was. <laughs> this is how you get Godzilla, dude. Yeah. Nobody's going swimming ever again. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the end of going into swimming in oceans. But then immediately it's like, I need a drink. Yeah. That's also that's what's crazy about this. We cut back to this dumb bar. You do not have a scene where the rest of them realize that he's still alive. No, it's crazy. They're just, what, they're, what are you they're, doing? They're just happy about it. That's dude. why I was like, wait, is this all part of the plan? And Lee Christmas didn't. No, it's just a stupid movie. No, they should just do fucking uh, the, the end of the rock. Like you know, uh, he's still dead, and they fuck you know. Go ahead, go. Live your life, Barney. Yeah, Ross. Do whatever that's what fuck. it should be. He's still dead. Exactly, dude. And he fucking toots off on a motorcycle awesome. somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what happens. But instead, we're having another reception at this bar. It's a we're glad you're not dead reception, I guess. Uh, and let me tell you something. The air conditioner is on in this scene. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is so fucked up. Like I couldn't believe this, man. After, <laughs> like, dude, you go through all the fucking, uh, like, uh, Megan Fox is known for, like, being like, it was a little weird that the camera was all the way up my asshole in Transformers. Yes. Uh, that was a little strange. And then you say, like, can we get some nips? Give me some little nips. Give me some nips. I want some nips for this scene to really fire up Lee Christmas well, to really want to take you back. For all the guys <laughs> driving around their F-150s buying snake flags, sure. just like, yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! We're seeing something! Of you. course it is, but like, you know, generally when these moments happen in movies, it's kind of like I was just nature and whatever. It happened. Mm-hmm. This is like <laughs> each of them had an individual fan turned yeah, on the yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were only taking off the set right before someone they called action. The you know I mean? They should be in the credits. They should be in the credits. Listed actors. And those snake flag guys, can't they just watch <laughs> Jennifer's body and not pay attention to the movie? <laughs> no, it makes me mad and confused. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I've watched it several times. Because I'm like, oh shit, are they going to kiss? And then it's like, wait, this isn't enough. Wait, what? <laughs> but, but Chris Pratt, what are you doing to my beautiful Pratt? Is he the... Oh, oh, oh we saw the bad guys? Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that, give it a fair shake, that Jennifer's body. Yeah. I never actually saw it. I saw it years, years back. I know it's got that re-eval yes, like, over the last why, five whoop, years or so. Made, I think it's a good movie. Curious. I think it's a pretty good movie. I don't think it's like great or anything, but I I think it sets out what it's going to do and it does it well. Uh, You know what I think is totally great? Ending this movie with the boys are back in town and then while the boys are back in town is still playing over the credits in loving memory of Michael J. Duthie. Oh, yeah, dude. If it's a bad movie, you better believe someone's getting a death dedication. (laughs) Who's who's a stuntman or something? I don't know. (laughs) 
I looked up crazy credits on IMDb, couldn't find anything. Oh, nobody nobody tagged this one? That's funny. I I could have sworn some sick fuck uh would have put it. Let's see, I searched him here. So it looks like editor. Editor, oh, editor, editor okay. uh passed away in twenty twenty two. Yeah, we could have used him on this one. Yeah, edited. Really. Wow, actually look at this. Uh edited Universal Soldier, Ooh, edited Stargate. Ooh. He nice. edited uh, the Expendables 4. Emmerich's guy. Oh, he was oh, so he was the edit. Yeah, uh, he was the editor for this movie. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mechanic resurrection. I feel also. like they this 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 it, it is Thin Lizzy singing Boys Are Back in Town. But yeah. I feel like they asked, like, you got a shitty version? <laughs> you got a version where, like, the, the drum fills weren't finished yet. The fucking uh, uh, the guitar was, like, only Ooh. half tuned because, like, it sounds like a shitty version of it. It isn't It isn't this bad. And it's a band I also like uh, early stuff on. So I'm not slamming them or anything. But I believe the band Everclear has a lackluster cover Ooh. of this time. I believe it. Oh, yeah, I'll believe that, too. <laughs> I think it's them, uh, but there are, I mean, regardless, there are definitely are bad covers of this song. Oh, for sure. But I mean, you know, we're going for all the big hits, dude. Pimp, this, yeah. you know, yeah. Not- you you are going to want to buy this soundtrack album. Oh, absolutely, yeah. dude. Uh, at gunpoint. Mundo, put out the <laughs> vinyl. Come on. There it is. Uh, but that is the end of Expendables 4, a.k.a. Expendables Uh Go around the horn here for some final thoughts, uh, Eric Siska. Yeah. Okay. So it's not good. It's not really a recommend. Maybe a light recommend. I think it's better than the third movie for me. It, it feels a little less convoluted because we get Christmas on the boat, and and it's it's a little more lean in that way, even though it's yeah. trash. And it's twenty minutes. It's over twenty minutes shorter than Expendables three. Yes, I was pleased to see this come in at like a buck forty-five or whatever. So I recommend it compared to Expendables Three. <laughs> sure, uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, yeah, don't for see it. Don't 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 do it. Uh, it's terrible. Um, I get. You know what? I prefer the third one. I think because I, you know what, Mel Gibson's still a star. Like yeah. I watch him, I'm like he comes alive for a little bit. I watch this. There's just fucking nothing. It's just like. Oh God! A, a half good fight scene. Yippee! I don't have those. Right, uh, but does Mel turn to jelly at the end of it? He does not turn into jelly, but it's digital <laughs> jelly, and I don't appreciate that. Sure. Uh, but uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. They're all essentially the same. They all fucking suck. Uh, I didn't appreciate watching this one, but we did it for the show. Hey. There you go, uh, Steven Sadak. Yeah, unless you are uh, in a movie podcast and you have to. Uh, how you you want to talk about it? I think mm. that you should watch this movie. I think that there's no reason a human being should watch this movie unless maybe if you are in the middle of a divorce and you want to feel mm-hmm. want to feel again. Possibly, <laughs> there's plenty maybe. of those guys. Yeah, have at it, dude. Um, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm leaning more towards with Eric here. I think I'm a little little bit of a light recommend, even though it is CGI, uh, blood and shit. It was nice to go back to having these movies have like fun violence in them sure. uh and shit like the motorcycle guns like it definitely has its moments none of them have to do with sylvester stallone none of them really have anything to do with this being an expendables movie uh i think it just goes to, this movie if anything kind of just goes to show like this series is totally done and that's fine mm. and you should team up statham and tony jaw and make some fucking awesome movie 
that I would enjoy watching and make sure to uh, have it be rated R. Also, I still just cannot get over, and I'm going to be thinking about this for days, the fact that, Steve, you guys watched both of those movies. <laughs> I still it's uh, I, I just, just... My jaw was on the floor when it started playing in Anatomy of the, uh, <laughs> of the call, Fall. I was like, what? On on doesn't it open the movie? It does almost. It, does. No, it almost does. Like it's just it's, about right. Yeah, like there's the, it, there's a dialogue scene, and then it starts to play. Man, that French prosecutor should have brought up the fact that that was also in the Expendables Four. <laughs> Your husband is playing movies from. Hold on, let me check my note. Uh, Expendable Four. <laughs> and you did not uh, recognize it. <laughs> Well, see, if anything, though, that would be a, a, a movie about, oh, your husband's a fan of Expendables 4. He definitely murdered his wife. See, <laughs> yes, yes. How that would Check go. out Anatomy of a Fall. That's the recommend for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, totally. Great, great, great movie. movie. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode on Expendables 4. Uh, if you would like more We Hate Movies, of course, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash We Hate Movies, where we have uh, this month a We Love Movies, all about Golden Globe winner Oppenheimer. Yeah, uh, out now a convo, a uh, lot of funny stuff, uh, a lot of film appreciation stuff, uh, and just about the length of the motion picture, but not quite there. Uh, so we have that out uh, right now, and also uh, we got a wild AD this month on uh, the the since canceled Netflix cartoon Agent Elvis. If you can believe that's a fucking thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was for about two months. Yeah, not for that. Netflix. Uh, of course, Melrose 210 uh, and and the Nexus, of course, will be out. The regularly scheduled programs on both of those. And uh, Eric, we're uh, yes. we're talking about somebody on the Glee Plus. We are talking about the forgotten and dropped Star Wars character, Lady Valarian. But don't worry, we we settle a bet on the show. It's it's a yes. very exciting episode. It's a great episode. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to catch that, of course. And I should say also, if you are a subscriber at the $8 level or up, that means you're likely listening to this ad free on the Patreon. So if you're one of those folks that does not get down with commercials, boy, do we have a solution for you. <laughs> Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Now, Steve Sadak, if I have my calendar math right here, there's yet another week uh, where we're talking about some movies that were shitty from last year. Is that right? That's right. Um, unlike last year, we counted the amount of year- weeks correctly this time good. around. That's good. Remember that happened when we <laughs> yes, had to do Black yeah. Adam? Yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit, what do we do? Right, yeah. oh, right, right. oh, cool. I didn't know we counted right. That's great to hear. <laughs> Saw X, the 10th oh, Saw film. Wow, that there is exciting. Is. But by the way, also remember... The February 1st, that Thursday night at 9 o'clock, we're doing a live episode on The Flash. Yes. So you can, That's Tickets right. are available now, moment.co slash we hate movies. And we will be in Atlanta, Georgia, April 25th at the City Winery. We will be at the Houston Improv on May 14th. We will be at the Austin, Texas, Cap City Comedy Club on may 15th as well come out and see us on the road we'd love to meet you absolutely and if you can tell folks at the time we're recording this we don't have titles announced for those shows yet but i can promise you those shows are going to be a lot of fun and we will definitely be talking about a movie of some sort so come out more information on those shows over at whmpodcast.com that's going to do it for this week until next week where we're talking about a movie i stunningly did not hate from last year which is Saw X. I know. We'll get into it. Until then, I've been Andrew Jupiter. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. Take it easy.